I'll just dive you will. The, the, the reason why the reason why you will care about it, Mars, because this is the same dude who said Greg Popovich can't win without good players. Yeah, I, I know of him. <clears> he's not. He's not exactly. That, that, that's who this dude is. He's the same dude that said Greg Popovich can't win without good plays. And usually, when I'm when I'm when I'm in a when I'm in a debate with you, Mars, or I'm in, an, I'm in whatever kind of argument I'm in with you, when you get me, you know what, Mars, you're right. Mm-hmm. He wants to keep going with it. And the, the basis of the basis of his argument with Greg Popovich not being able to win with good players was he can't do it now. So we'll start the conversation from back when he first got the job in 1998. I mean, I'm in, in, in 1998 when he first got the job, where he's got Jaron Jackson on the crew, who's been on a, on seven different teams before he got with Greg Popovich. He's got Mario Ellie, who's on team number five. When he gets the job, let's see who else is on the crew. Jerome Kersey, who's on team number seven when he gets on that crew, right? He's got Avery Johnson, who's his starting point guard, who the Spurs cut, brought back, cut, brought back, cut again, then brought back three different times. So, and, and by the way, Avery Johnson, who's their starting point guard, he's on team number five when he gets when he gets there. So he takes this group, in addition to David Robinson, who was a shell of himself at that point, he had back injuries, Right. He takes that group and they win the NBA championship. Then fast forward to 2003 when he gets Tony Parker, who was in year two, when he gets Steven Jackson, who was on his second team and came right out of high school. He has no idea what he's really doing. Ginobili, who's just got to the league. Bruce Bowen, who's 30 years old, and I think he was on team on year four. He -hmm. takes that crew with Duncan and they win the NBA championship five times. So now where he is now at this point, he's not winning with he's not winning with the players that he has. So essentially what you're asking. To, so what you asking Greg Popovich to do, do it again. Yeah, just do it again. Man. That's, all you're, that's, 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 that's essentially what you're saying. Do it again. Because it's guy. obvious that he could do it because he's, he's done it. He's done it more than once. So do it again. That's, that's essentially what you're saying. So you telling us that he can't win without good players. That's completely and totally false. But anyway, I digress. Damo, you, 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 the floor is yours, brother. I got you. This is just um for anybody that don't know. Chill was talking about Rashard McCants, and I know. Listen, the NBA world, if it's not in the uproar now about it, when they hear about it, it, it it's gonna be a thing. Um, yesterday I want to say it was Patrick Beverly goes on to Gilbert Arena's podcast, uh, to address some some beef he had with Brandon Jennings and Rashard McCants. Now him and Brandon Jennings. They had a conversation on, on pod. It's all on the camera. Had a conversation, had a disagreement, squashed it, settled it. They were all good. He gets to Rashard McCants, and apparently the story is they had a workout back in 2010, 11, 12. For the Hold Lakers. on, Dama, right quick, right quick. What was uh-huh. him and Brandon Jennings' beef? So, basically, Brandon Jennings, I want to say Pat seems like a guy that has beef with 80% Everybody. of the players in the league. It seems like it, but that's his. And listen, I'm a Pat Bev hater, so the fact that I'm sitting here defending him irks my soul. But it's crazy. But him and Pat, but him and Brandon Jennings, it wasn't really beef. It was just, you know, Brandon. Brandon, he had. I'm not gonna say he has an ego, but he has confidence in his game. And you know, Brandon Jennings was a dog. And Pat yeah. Bev, he makes a living, made a name off of being the dog killer. Like I, I, I kill dogs. I, I, I guard everybody. So they was basically going back and forth about the times they did play. And Pat was just like, listen. I feel like basically when you played me, it wasn't easy. You had to get your good night's sleep before you played me. And Brandon, and it's funny because Brandon went through the cycle of, I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. To basically, 
yeah, when we played, I had like eight points, seven points, the three times we played. So broke them down, and Brandon was cool about it. They Disagreement, they, they talked about it, pulled the stats up, it, it was all squashed. They was all good by the end of the episode. But it was basically just, yeah, when you played me, you had to get your sleep, you had to make sure you got your breakfast, your lunch, and your pre-game meal. Like, you had to get ready for me. Brandon was kind of throwing it off at first, but then was like, nah, all right, you you got me. You 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 were a tough assignment. I give you that. Him and Rashad McCants, it started with I don't uh if everybody's seen Kat's comments about when Jokic and him won a championship, him saying him and that playing Timberwolves team with Pat Bev, oh yeah, you know, we had the aura about ourselves. If we were together longer, we could have did this, that, and the third. Everyone said they were clowns for that. Everybody was like, Yeah, I don't know about that. Ah, uh-uh. ah. Rashawn McCants basically had that sentiment. He didn't like that. So Gil comes on his podcast. He addresses Gilbert Arenas. He's like, yeah, y'all need to watch the whole content. He was basically breaking it down. Y'all need the context of why we said it, what we said, this, that, and the third. And McCants saying what he said, I don't respect it because I made him quit in the workout. Like, I, I don't got nothing to worry about. I made him quit in the workout. Quit in the so workout. basically, why, so why are you talking to me? There's no yep. reason for you to even be talking. I already, saying, I, already did, I already dealt with you. Okay, I'm Anything you. you saying doesn't matter because I made you quit in the workout. Don't matter. So fast forward till yesterday, Pat comes on to Gilbert Arenas' podcast and they address the situation. What irks my nerves about the situation is not the fact that McCants recanted his statement, flipped his story around multiple times and all that. What pissed me off about it and why I was adamant on talking about this, and we can show the clips or whatever, but the reason I really want to talk about it is because it was such a whole-ass move to sit up there in that man's face and pull the, they opened the door for me. I You had to work hard. I didn't have to work hard to get to the NBA. You was overseas. You you had to do all the dirty work and do all the hard little stuff to get there. I was giving it. One, how many years did Rashad McCann's playing in the NBA? Three. Right, four, three. Uh, three. Uh, he was on the Timberwolves for like three years. That's all I know. And where was he at after that? Zero. Nowhere. Not in the league. So for you to sit there and again, I'm a Pat Bev hater. I, I will I will admit it. I don't care. But for you to sit there and look that man in his face, one after he exposes you for waxing that ass on a workout and you had to leave early because you got hurt because you couldn't handle Pat Bev in 2010. For you to sit there and just try to big bro ego him is whack as fuck. For you to sit there and try to demean somebody for putting in hard work to get where they at. And you want to praise motherfuckers gifting you opportunities? That is <laughs> soft ash. That is the shit that pisses me off the most. I I don't care who it is. I don't care who you are. The fact that you want to sit there and have this aura about yourself, just yeah, yeah. They were hey, I was a champion UNC. They drafted me in the first round. I got to the NBA, no sweat. What did you yeah. do, motherfucker? He's still in the league. That's what he did. He's not out the league after three years. He worked hard to get there. And I don't care who you are, if I like you or not, I can acknowledge you putting in hard work to get where you at to make your bread to feed your family. So for you to sit there as a grown-ass man, look him in his face, and try to little bro him and big ego him, when out of everybody on the damn panel, you have the least to fucking show for your career? That shit pissed me off. And Yo, I did you I'm see? not a nigga that's a pro basketball player. There's plenty of niggas up here that's hooped overseas and did more with the game of basketball than me. But I definitely put work in. And I cannot respect the man that's going to sit there and demean somebody who put work in for their career to just, yeah, they rolled it out for me and you squandered your opportunity. Right. That's right, bro. You seen, you seen um, 
Uh, the the thing with Rashad McCants was what what he what he lost me was with the one episode with the young lady that be on the show. I can't remember her name right now. Trying to big time, huh? Yeah, talk because 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 they were talking about what <laughs> the difference between a leader and the best player. And I think a lot of y'all know how I feel about that. I spoke on that where the best player is not always the leader, but if you don't have a leader on your team, the best player should step up and do that. But that's neither here nor there. I don't like how he was trying to tell her, well, you never played in the NBA." You know what I'm saying? Like my thing is, you don't. To, I do believe there are some arguments when you have to play the game to understand, but that's more so like in the game, like like you know understanding different coverages and whatnot. But stuff like stuff like that, it's like you you any any high level basketball player knows you know what it is to be a leader on a team or or knows how to point out the leader of the team. And she taught him her herself. Like yo, I was I was the main person on my team ever since I started playing basketball. You have never been the main person on your team at any professional level, and you know that really pissed him off. So you can see he got he got ego issues. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't really I don't, I don't really support much of anything Rashad McCancer said on that podcast. Hey, so I'm 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 gonna go ahead and play this video, and I do want to say like Rashad McCancer did have game coming into the league. And he was highly touted. He was. Y'all remember me, UNC, right? Rashad McKenzie was the truth. But this is a simple case of, and they always say it, hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. And it's it's simply one of those, and you just can't be mad at it. And this is actually one of those cases, regardless of how you feel, and Damo just said it, where you got to respect Pat Beverly. Because Pat Beverly wasn't the most talented player coming in the league. He doesn't have the prettiest game. He doesn't have the best uh, reputation behind him. But one thing you know about Pat Bev is when he steps on the court, he's going to work like a dog every second that he's out there. And that's that's just one of the things you got to respect and love about Pat Bev, if you could find some love in your heart for Pat Bev. But, Chill, while I'm pulling up this video, what was you about to say? Oh, I was just going to add to Damo's point. <laughs> so, basically, Damo, what you so, basically, Damo, it started with context. Like, let, let's make sure that we get to the bottom of context. Like, we ain't just talking. Like, we know where the story started. That's number one. Mm. And the biggest issue that I had with McCants was he was up there flexing, essentially saying, yeah, Damo, the only reason why the only reason why you took my lunch, because you was hungrier than me. I wasn't really that hungry. <laughs> but you just took my... Yeah, that's crazy. You just right, took my lunch because I wasn't really that... The, the only reason you took my girls because I ain't really even like her. I actually did like her, but you liked her more. That's the only reason why you took her. That's the only reason why you got her, because you liked her more than I did. So I, I was already fly before you even showed up. I was already that dude before you even showed up. That's how I got the girl. And the only reason why you took her, because you wanted her more than I did. Man, get your ass. <laughs> so also, that's the, the lamest oh, stuff, bro. Go yeah. ahead. Look. My fault, Bob. Go ahead. I was not. Muscle was off topic. Now I was just gonna say W W uh, W FIFA boy for that super chat L Ron, but uh, mm, FIFA, go go ahead, Damo. FIFA boy, we <laughs> no. gotta get into that. I, I, I <laughs> we got invited to an after party with uh, Drake, and um, I guess it's on me that we didn't get there. But uh, we'll talk about Damn. that later. FIFA boy, I'm trying to figure out who you are and how you even know this story. Cause people, cause people, boy, watch the morning show. You know, I got that morning show, no oh. snooze button. Oh, so you were you know? snitching? I wasn't snitching. Oh, I wasn't snitching. Oh, oh, you found out, Ron? Chill. I think you found out. I said this to you when I seen you. That's your man. That is your man right there. Okay. Chill. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't snitching. Chill. I was just telling the story. You know, what I'm saying it was. Hey, we got it's an early morning show. We had we needed something to talk about. I wanted the world to know that Ron is an L host, L friend. You know what I'm saying? We got invited to the Drake after party. They was in there smoking weed, spending money. It was ladies in there. 
<laughs> they talk about it was packed from wall to wall <laughs> with all type of curves and boy, Cur- boy. Uh, curves and curls in there. I just think it's a I think it's a ridiculous flex though to be. I, I think it's a super corny flex though, Damo, to say, you know, the only reason why you the only reason why you took my lunch is because I wasn't really that hungry. Even if that's true, like that's not something you should say, yo. You should probably no, keep no, that no, to no, no. You should probably keep that to yourself, yo. That's not even... something that you should put out there. No, you shouldn't. Uh uh-uh. uh. And he's sitting up there like I was the I got in the league before you did. Just so you know, Pat Bev, like you just mentioned, not only is he still in the league, he's still visible. Like he's still playing important parts on other teams. It ain't like he just hanging on as you know the fifteenth guy like like Jared Dudley was doing. He's not doing that. No, he actually playing an important part on teams that he plays on. He does get minutes and he does get run. You flamed out after three and a half years, so which is less with, than the average NBA career. To sit there with the audacity and to say out of his own mouth, like on camera, in front of all, in front of all those touted NBA players, in front of all that talent in that room. Yeah, man, you had to go one hundred thirty percent. I didn't, nigga. What you're gonna? <laughs> What, that was the most backwards, and this is a bunch of hoopers. So that's what threw me. You're gonna sit. I, I knew I wasn't tripping when I seen Kenya Martin's face the whole time he was speaking. Kmart had the he was me in that situation. He sat there, looked at me. You had to go 130. percent You had to. You had to go hard. I did. I, they gave it to me, and you lost it. You fumbled it. You that's messed it why up. You fumbled it because they gave it to you because you wasn't that nice. You weren't. It's crazy. You, you, you wasn't that nice, fam. I mean, you you could go. Don't get me wrong, but you weren't that nice. Give me a break. Yo, I'm not yo, even gonna I question this game. I'm not even gonna question this game. Like, I, at no point am I gonna question the game of Rashard McCants. I'm literally just questioning the fact that you can sit there as a grown man who hooped in the NBA, who's played basketball and at the highest level possible, and you're trying to demean somebody for working hard. That is, mm. I've never heard something. In all of my years, I've never heard anything like that. You trying to put somebody down for working hard, for hard work to get where they're at, and they've done it longer than you were able to do it. That's crazy, man. That is insane to me. Yo, I got these. Uh, I got this video though that I'm gonna go ahead and play for y'all. So we we gonna do that. And also, I do want to say to everybody out there that's that's mad at me because I uh, uh I didn't get us to that Drake after party. Uh, I really didn't even want to go that bad. See, it's a a ox. See, this is nonsense, ox. This is what I'm talking about. When we talk about the rest of the crew, really how selfish people could be. Like, I ain't even want to go that bad. You ever think that I might want to go? You ever thought about that? That thought ever crossed your mind that maybe I wanted to go? Maybe okay, the rest of us want to go. I'm just challenging my go, So none of us going. Unbelievable. I think that's. I, I guess that's the way to go there. I just, you know, Damn, yo. be, be like Rashad. That's what I'm talking about, yo. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Y'all let me know if y'all can hear this. Y'all can hear it? No, we can't hear nothing. Nah, nothing. Nah, I can't hear nothing. All right, can't hear I got you. I got you. Unreal. That's better? Uh-uh. Still no, can't, can't hear. hear. What the hell? Hold on. Host, host. First to Drake after party now. This. All right, that's better. Oh, there we go. There we go. Hold on, hold on. Let me start from the top. Let me start from the top. All right, here we go. 
Y'all, it's, it's a two and a half minute uh, video, but we're going to watch this whole thing. So y'all just listen up. Run it. Between me and Big J, we talked about the incident that happened in McCann. There was no lies detected on my end. Zero. I don't understand. We just had it a second ago. It cut out. The sound cut out. Cut out. Yeah, the sound cut out. Oh, there it is. It's back. Coming from overseas, I should have been the one to pull something. You're right. You're absolutely right. I didn't though. That's a. It was no lies detected on my end. I don't understand what all the fuss is about. I said what I said. I mean, I'm done talking about it. We brought up his stats. I think I'm done talking about it. We discussed what we had to do. I had to do the same stretch and I had to do the same running. I was like you said, I was coming from overseas. I should have been the one to pull something. You're right. You're absolutely right. I didn't though. That's a lack of being. That's a that's a lack of being prepared and not being prepared. Damn, that's what it is. I don't know. You but just I, said I, it. I, I you just said it out your mouth. No, I'm just saying, but I but got you, to take you it. You say it. I don't know, but then so you say it. I said it on my show. Okay, I'm yeah, it is a lack of being prepared. Okay, it is. About the things I said on my show, no lies detected for nine folks. Zero. I tell the truth all the time. That nigga quit. Damn. Damn. I'm a quitter then. Oh. I'm a quitter. You can tell based on these conversations. I'm a quitter. Having, he doesn't stand a chance because it's of obvious. It's obvious, forty-seven. But you was you was trying to fit in. I was, I was, I was trying, trying to fit in. in. You're right. You were trying to let me. You in. had to kick dough. the dough in. They opened that bitch for me. Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's the problem. Yeah. Maybe if you had yeah. to kick maybe you would have been. Hey, because when I came up, I didn't have to do all that shit. I did. Yeah, you I, did, nigga. And I like it this way. Remember that. Then I can make niggas. So you like remember that, my nigga. I like. Cause it. I didn't get kicked out of the league because of talent, nigga. I, nigga, I, I have an ask around, nigga. I have an either. Nigga, I'm just, I'm just, um, I did not make a scene because I need to try out because they want to see if I was good enough, That's nigga. What I'm trying to see. Why what are you talking about, about nigga? I, I you know what is going on? It's 82 hey, Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. If he quit. What are you talking about? 82 percent. I, I can't but we got a purpose with the chat. The bulk of the chat ain't shit. We'll get fucked by the chat. We'll get fucked by the chat anyway because they made me smoke. But it's 87. I want to crown. I want to feel how light it is. Ooh, that, now we know what that energy is. Yeah. He wants so what I got. He was he what I got. Did you see how he spoke? Besides Marcus, hey, we don't see some motherfuckers go crazy. You did this. You got to go motherfuckers that went crazy. Like I said, they did this. Fuck them. He said he won. He's going to take the crown. We got a shattered backboard. We got a four-wheeler backboard. He said he won. Trying to get it too. I ain't even gonna That's lie. the energy. 10-1. Nigga, remember that shit. You know you, right. you want to get Yeah, nigga. It's, it's kind of like the same. Last, last, ah! last question he, for you. He warmed up for like 22 Here shots. Here we go. Then, excuses. I, yeah. so, I want to wear the crown. I want to see how light it is. That's a fucking caption. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a caption right there. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm not even a Pat Bev guy. He got me out here faving Pat Bev right now. I'm hot. I'm mad. <laughs> he out here dropping one-liners and making sense, bro. This is trash, bro. But yeah, that's crazy. Like I, I, I you had to, I, you had to kick the door down. They opened it for me. What kind of? That's so soft, bro. I'm sorry. Which explain why he that's trucked so you when he got in front of you. Is that something? Which, which would explain why he basically bulldozed you when he got in front of you. That would explain that. I didn't have to. They, they didn't kick me out the league because of talent. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. They you absolutely did. You because there's plenty of guys to get off with that shit. I ain't gonna lie. Right, because there's plenty of guys in the NBA who are supremely talented, 
and they got uh, they got other problems, and teams will tolerate it if you are supremely talented and it translates. Prime example, Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed Wallace is a headache, but Rasheed Wallace is hell. And they will tolerate his nonsense. Why? Because he's damn good. You, on the other hand, no. They will not tolerate him. And you know why they won't tolerate it? Because you're not that good. So the logic that you didn't get kicked out of the league because of talent is not true. Because your talent wasn't good enough to keep you in the league, despite the nonsense that you had going on. So hey, that's can not can true, you all hear me? Sir. You hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. I'll, I'll, you I'll, hot. I'm just having a difficult time, Damo, with the logic of a guy trying to flex on somebody taking your lunch because you just wasn't hungry. And you and you're making it sound like it's a cool thing. Like, the only reason why you eating because I wasn't hungry. The only reason why you took my lunch because I wasn't really that hungry. That's he, the that, that's the most sucker nonsense I ever heard. He literally says at one point in that whole little disagreement, yeah, yeah. And that's another thing that pissed me off. Oh, I, I didn't even need to work out. They promised me the spot, but they told me to come to workouts because they needed to see more film. I'm like, bro, what are we talking about? And true. then you true. get hurt, and they drive Pat Bev. Now, thank God we ain't signed him. But they drive Pat Bev for that last roster spot instead of you. And your response, yeah, I mean, you needed a nigga like me to get in the league anyway. Like, you're a like I'm, it takes a hater to know a hater. That's a level of hate I never want to get to. I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to get to that delusional level of hate. That's wild. <laughs> so now we categorize the levels of hate, Dalvo. I'm like, yes, I'm like, yes, that is delusion. That is a delusional guy, bro. I don't want to get delusional. I listen. I hate all day, but to get delusion, to be a delusional hater, I could never. I never want to be that. Yeah, um, Mars. Do you have any comments on this? Before before we played it, you said you probably wouldn't care about it. Have you raised the le- has it raised the level of concern for you? Mm-mm. No, still still no. Pirate, do you have any any comments on the situation? I mean, I'm usually not one for like the the off court drama stuff. It seems like it's a <clears throat> it's a podcast where they they probably want drama and. Uh, I don't know. It's funny, but uh, it kind of, I again, I don't watch the show, but it kind of seems like, is that McCann's kind of role on the show to to kind of be a, a, a goofball and <laughs> say crazy things? Like, <laughs> But the I difference with him is that he's actually serious with his stuff, though, Pirate. But that's, uh, you know, that can be good for a, a show. That's probably yeah. why I'm, I'm assuming that's, that's why he's on the show. It's not his basketball career, so... Like, um, I don't know. To me, that kind of stuff is all fun and games, really. Like I, I'm, I, I don't know. <laughs> like I recognize Ma's trolling. Like I've been around Ma's long enough to recognize his trolling. Like, right. So Ma, like for example, Ma's asked me. Sometimes. Ma's asked me. Well, sometimes I'm, I'm getting better at it. Let me let, let me let me say that I'm, I'm, I am getting better at it. So Ma's asked me, you know, if Steph Curry were to get his fifth championship, is he moving to the top ten? And I said yes. Because that means that Kobe would move into the top 10. Well, that would also mean that championships would be higher on my list, which they're not. So that's not true, Moss. So I was trolling. Mm, I got trolled. Okay, interesting. Yes, you did. I got trolled. Yes, you did. Mm. Ooh. 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 The old medicine, huh? Mm. The counter troll. Counter troll. You young punk. I was supposed <laughs> to say to him. Mars has gotten me so many times, and like with a four-dimensional right trolling. To, yes, with a right hook to the chin piece. I'm like, damn, how did I not pick that up? 
Hey, Morris, is it one troll still to this day that we don't know that you still have us under your thumb with? Oh, I know a couple, but I won't let him out the bag. Please. Off the top of my head, I don't know. Um, I know I got a lot of people with the KG over Kobe thing. Got a lot of people to join the Discord with that one. That one, that one was a very effective troll. But I don't know if there's any that I haven't revealed where I was trolling and people. I don't know. If it comes back into conversation, I might remember. But right now, I don't know. I think all my trolls have been revealed. Mars, I think it's time to tell the people. I think it's time to let the cat off the bag and let everybody know. You really do like Killian Hayes, don't you? Like, you, you love him, Mars. <laughs> you love him like you do. You, you like Killian, you. man. Let yes, him know, you do. Man. There's nobody who hates somebody that much. That, that and they, and I don't, I don't hate Killian Hayes. It's just... You want to hear something positive about Killian Hayes? He's a very good defensive player. There you go. That's a positive thing. He, he plays defense. He's a good defender. He's 6'5", strong, versatile. He might have been Detroit's best defender last year. He's a very good defender, like, perimeter defender. Like, he's a very good defender. So there you go. There's a positive thing about Killian Hayes. He's also a decent passer with his left hand. So that's two things. With his left hand? With the weak hand? No, he's left-handed. See, you don't oh, even know. That's how trash he is. That's how trash he is. There you go. See? <laughs> Terrible. But I gave him two compliments. There we go. I gave him two compliments. <laughs> So there you go. Shock All right, y'all. I got a, uh, I got a couple chats that I want to get into, and then we'll go ahead and read these super chats. Obviously, you see the title of the show today. We are breaking down the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll get into that. And the episode when we were talking about the Pistons, I had something I wanted to do. I wanted to compare two teams. Uh, I wanted to do a, a side-by-side comparison and a seven-game series prediction with the Bad Boy Pistons and the Pistons of 2005. That obviously won a champion, or 2004. That obviously won a championship, beat the Lakers, all of that good stuff. But uh, before I do anything, we have a special appearance from somebody who's went MIA on us. Tony Tone in the house. You guys see, he got a new avatar. See, he didn't left and got bougie, y'all. Hey, he, he didn't. He didn't <laughs> left. <laughs> Watson, he didn't move up to the hills. <laughs> it's crazy, Hollywood. Living the vida loca in the house. I, I have. I think I have bad reception. I think I have bad reception. So I apologize if I do. I really just came on to make sure Jay Smooth, a.k.a. Chill, told you the truth as why he's got the baby face and just to stick it to FIFA boy uh, because he thinks I got booted and no one boots fluent. Fluent boots people. Mm. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Mm. Did he tell the truth? Did he tell the truth? No, we haven't. Nobody even asked. Chills, chills no one even asked? He, he spoke about it. Was about, it was about the 49ers, no? About someone being on yeah, the team. Yeah, football bet. Yeah, Tony and I had Tony and I had a bet. Tony and I had a bet. And the bet was that if Trey Lance, who the 49ers drafted, number two over number number two or number three overall. So this is his third season. And Tony and I had a bet. Tone's logic was Sam Donald, who came in to the to the 49ers, I think he's a turnover machine. Tone thinks he's gonna play more games than Trey Lance. And if that's true, I had to shave. But if he didn't, Tone had to shave his head. Trey Lance just got traded to the Cowboys, so I had to clean up my face. So that's a bet. Yeah, just be clear. Play, plays <laughs> more. Plays more for the 49ers. No, and, plays and, more I say, and I did yeah. say, and I did say, I think you forget. I did say he probably won't even be on the team. I did you not did say that too. That, I did not expect it to happen that quick. So yes, uh, I just wanted to be sure the truth. Make sure that the truth was yes. told. Mm-hmm. My reception is horrible. So. Uh, I'll catch y'all on the flip. Check out mm-hmm. uh, check out Fluent Top Tens starting Tuesday on PC 9 p.m. Mm. Check it out. 
That's yeah. a crazy bet. You better than me. I wouldn't have made that bet. I'm thinking um, there's, there's no way that at that time I'm thinking to myself, there's no way Trey Lance is not going to be on the team and Sam Donald is not going to jump him in the lineup. Yo, yo, Fluent already left? Yeah, he bounced. Damn. I just, I just got able to jump on. I wanted to talk some shit. That I- and you know what's even crazier why Fluent left? It's because Fluent has a big announcement next week. You know, like, Chill got a show called Chill with Chill. Mars mm-hmm. got open gym. Um... Pirate got a couple movies. Low, Damo got low, Damo low, literally low. got his own show. Literally, Let's keep it a buck. But Fluent got something on the way, and he was supposed to. We were supposed to do some promo, but he was so like psyched to, you know. He hinted at it. It's he did quite like, promo. He said Tuesday at nine p.m. He hinted at it. Ten or something. Okay. okay. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. he, was, he was. He was just excited to point out the fact that he beat uh in a bet. But yeah, next next Tuesday, watch out if you want to become mm-hmm. fluent. What's what's it everyone? Everyone gets their own show, but I have to share with Dub. That's crazy. Is it is it, is it is it called is it called now you're more fluent? Mar- yeah, something like that. Something like that. I got hey, once once it all drops, I'll let you know. But Mars, That's some cool. of us need backup dancers. Doesn't Taylor Taylor Swift have backup dancers and singers and stuff? No, she still has her solo shows. But it's uh-huh. fine. It's fine. So you're saying like you want a it's solo fine. act? You know, no, it's just, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Right. Don't worry. Right. About it. <laughs> we'll we'll talk, Mars. But uh, let me go ahead and get to these comments though. Got a few for you guys. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Ob knows ball. Ob no ball. Seventeen said that seventy-two and ten Bulls team had the worst strength of schedule that year. By the way, they played everybody in the NBA. What are you talking about? They had the worst strength of schedule. They played everybody in the NBA that everybody else played in the NBA. What are you talking? I never understood that. If everybody plays the same teams, why are we right. valuing whose schedule is stronger and worse? Based off so, when you play some teams, you play, play three times. Some teams you play four times. Strength of schedule isn't nearly what it's like in like the NFL. The NFL it can be yeah. severely skewed, and baseball too. Baseball, you play a ton more teams in your own division, but you still play everybody though. So it's not like even if you play like for example, like the Bulls used to play the Cavs. Back in the 80s, they would play the Cavs six times in a division. So instead of playing them six times in a division, now they play three times. And yeah, the fact that the Toronto Raptors ain't in that division, they only play them two times instead of three. I mean, is that that much of a difference? Is it that big no, of a difference? not compared to other sports, no. Other, other, so, other sports are much more imbalanced. That's, that's, that's what I mean, so – I thought they uh, played – I thought you played every team in your conference four times and counter-conference twice. I thought that's how it worked for the NBA. You play teams in your division. Some teams you play three times in the conference. You play teams in your division. Division more, four, and then you play okay. teams in the other conference twice. Okay, right. okay, okay. So Milwaukee, so Milwaukee, of course, they play Sacramento twice. Once in Sacramento, once in Milwaukee. They'll play yeah. Chicago yeah. Like, go four times. They'll play like yeah. Chicago like four times, but then they'll, oh, play then they'll play Charlotte. But then they'll play. They might play Charlotte twice. Because they're not in the division. Instead of playing them three times, they'll play them twice. Hey, Chilltown, can you make oh. sure when, to make make sure to say that they're not going to play Sacramento twice? They're going to get their ass kicked by Sacramento twice. Let me rephrase that. I'm sorry. Mm. Didn't y'all just come up there and put like 45 on y'all? Man, that's what happens. Yeah. No big deal. I just want to make sure I'm clear. I, I, and, and, and they beat y'all too on top of that. 
That's why you bring you bringing up all shit, Chess man. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I ain't like I ain't petty like that neither, Big Ox. I get on stuff real quick. I ain't like that. Matter of fact, I'm just gonna beat you a lot. I'll, 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 I'll hey, bro, hey, bro, he, he too he too he too close to Domo on the screen and hey rubbing off on him, man. So, no, I, 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 I don't do that. No, I don't. Yeah. I, hey, and Big Ox, real quick, and I know we're gonna get back to the comments, but Big Ox, I would appreciate Ron, yo. So Ron was the only one. Ron, so Ron didn't want to go. So now all of us don't want to go, huh? No, is that what that is? It's not. It's not even that. Too. None of us even knew about it because the that's, that's what make it worse. The, the manager at the spot uh texted him and he didn't even sound the alarm. Like, if Another he didn't want to go, we should have still went. See what I'm talking about? Yo, hey, somebody somebody else, because he don't want to go. Else, go. None of us want to go. Are you gonna tell? It's L man's bro, L man's. This is crazy. On, hey, man. personally, <laughs> I didn't think y'all like Drake. Bob don't like light skinned people, so I was just doing him a favor. <laughs> whoa, whoa, I'm gonna leave that alone. I, I, I probably shouldn't have let that one go, but <laughs> once again, we're all rubbing off on each other, right? <laughs> on to the next comment. Uh, speaking of hate, Duke Blaylocks said, Old Dirty Mustard is a follow, <laughs> is a follow the leader or trend type of guy. <laughs> Old Dirty Mustard, <laughs> hey, Duke, I ain't gonna lie to you, I'm still in that one. I'm writing that one down. I'm Old calling him Old Dirty Mustard from now on. <laughs> Old dirty mustard, I like it. Yeah, no, that's crazy. All right, on to the next one, people. On to the next mm -hmm. one. Let's see what we got. Uh, from Between the Lines NBA Podcast three seven three three said, "This is why I love this pod. Niggas went from talking about glazing for an hour to talking about Jamal Murray being elite for an hour and a half, which I feel is one of y'all best debates." Yeah. Yo, Ron, I just want you to know the term glazable has transcended. I, I popped in the open gym for a little bit. Seven people in chat. Yeah, that was super glazable, wasn't it? I was like, oh, my God. They're doing it everywhere now. This is crazy. This is Mars. Mars the one who turned me on the guy. I don't even know what glazing is until Mars turned me on the glazing. I'm like, what the hell Everything is, is me. What? What, 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 the, what the hell does glazing even mean? So oh, Mars is, is, is the designated slang translator for me, even though he's English, right? He's the designated slang translator for me because I'm a little bit out the loop when I hear stuff like that. I'm still using words like fresh and dope, right? So I don't know what glazing means. Marge, so, it's, no, it's no way, Marge, you're teaching glaze one-on-one. <laughs> I didn't even know I was teaching, but I, I guess. By the way, Jordan, you guys are very sensitive. That's something I felt like in my recent Jalen Green over Jordan and now Jordan, the biggest, the most glazed player ever. You guys are very, very sensitive. Mm -hmm. It's very funny to see how you guys get mad at people for glazing a certain number 23 from the Cavs, but then you turn around and glaze a number 23 from the Bulls. Very interesting. But I'm enjoying trolling you guys. Troller! Y'all yeah. hey, just giving Mars ammo, too. It's, it's hilarious. Like I'm reading the comments. People are like, oh, Mars is such a hater. Jordan deserved the glaze. What? Like, what? <laughs> but it's, it's fine. Shout out to you guys, man. Moving along, 97 Till Infinity said Jalen turned into a Homelander at the movie theater during the MJ segment. Mm. That's funny. That's hilarious. I don't really know what that means. That's all from a show to boys. New season coming out, too. Can't wait to see it, but yeah. W Boys reference. That, that was hilarious. Uh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Super chat from your fave pitcher, 2636, and not necessarily a super chat, but an old chat. He said, Chill and Bob Pettit were on the same high school bowling team. 
Damn. How was it? Damn. <laughs> so that would mean that Bob Pettit, so he was in high school in like the 40s. Mm-hmm. I think he was a freshman and you were a senior, I think. Yeah, he was like a yeah. in like the 40s. I'm, I, I, I'm, what I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how old you dudes think I am. Because however old you dudes think I am, I must look damn good for my age. Because dang, crazy, Bob Pettit. Yeah. I think Bob Pettit is close to. I think Bob Pettit. He's got to be. He's got to be close to ninety. If he's not, I think he, I think he is ninety. Yeah, he's got to be close to ninety if he's not. Just like uh, Bob Cousy's still alive. So if I'm if I'm on a bowling team with Bob Pettit, I got to be cool with Bob Cousy too, right? Yeah, I think Bob Cousy was on your maybe high school basketball team. I think you guys yeah, played on the same team. Played together, right? Yeah. All right. I should be in the Hall of Fame because you know I was on the Celtics too back in the. They just, they just they just they just didn't allow you in the NBA because um. Nope. You know why? I do know why. What's <laughs> <laughs> because of my name? No. Yeah, no. that's right. That's right. So both kids go with a credit, but really and truly, I mean, it should have been me. See, chill. That that's good. That's because they just opened the door for Bob. You gotta, you know, you gotta work hard. Yeah, hey, you had to boot the you door. You gotta down kick it in. Type door, yeah, the door got <laughs> open for him. Right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is the glaze. Yeah. <laughs> this is the glaze. Nabby Ling, Nabby Ling, seven six five eight said Mars might be trolling. The term "goat" was invented for Mike, and then commented to their comment and said Mars is so just disingenuous. Nobody said he the goat because he's six and zero. Oh. He is the best player, and he happens to be six and zero. Oh. You know how much glaze has to be to tell me that MJ is the reason a whole word was invented. That's a fire ass. Like that's crazy glaze. They created the acronym for Jordan is that's that is glaze. Insane and then glaze. I said that was glaze, and he said it was justified. But I it's think, it is true though. I think huh. the G in goat doesn't stand for greatest. I think it stands for glazable. Glazable of Glazing. all time. Yeah, most Glazing. glazable player of all time. Most glazable player of all time. Actually, goat came from LL. LL Cool J came up with the goat term. Nah, man, it's a Jordan. Nah, man, he got it from Jordan, man. Mm. He made it for Jordan type stuff. Mm. Designs are us. Sam Mars talks about Jalen Green being better than MJ. You're ki- <laughs> you're the king of Glazers, laughing my ass off. Facts. Hey, I've, yo. Never, I've never denied glazing. It's just for some reason the Jordan fans deny their glaze, which is my problem. They're just as bad as everyone else. I own my glaze. That's fine. King of glaze is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't call myself the king, but. All right, keeping it pushing. I got a couple more for y'all. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, infamous 1AO said, Mars is the ultimate puppet master while spitting facts at the same time. The panel falls for it all the time. I'm a victim of it. I, I, I'm, I'm becoming better at recognizing Mars is trolling, and I get myself sucked into it because Mars is a great actor, and a lot of his logic, he'll explain it, and I'm like, damn, that does make sense. But then, wait a minute, it's coming from Mars, so he's full of it. So, mm-hmm. no, uh-uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not getting sucked into that. So, I'm getting better at it. I am. I'm getting better. Someone replied to that comment saying, I can't wait for that to be on the show tomorrow, and then it ended up mm-hmm. being on the show. Should yes. No Mars has never gotten a troll past me. Um, I've probably replied to I, most of these comments. I've replied to because I've read like all the comments on like every show, so, so I've seen most of these. Did, did you? What did you say back to that, or did you just kind of let that go? Uh, I might have just like laughed. Let me find it. Let me see what I said. Mm. 
All right, while you're looking that up, I got one more from none other than Duke Blaylocks. He said, why do you guys bring old, dirty mustard <laughs> on here? He started watching basketball in 2018. And that ain't that long ago, yo. That was like five minutes ago in 2018. <laughs> Damn. Old, dirty mustard. Old, dirty mustard. <laughs> All right, I'm starting to get the feeling that, that Duke doesn't too much care for uh, mustard steaks. That's what it sounds like, right, Doc? I'm, start, I'm starting to kind of get the feeling. You know, I, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not one of those people that think I know anything. But I can tell you, that's what that sound like. Well, that you guys definitely sound like that. Did it, did it start with him saying that uh, Ricky Rubio is Jason Kidd? Oh yeah, yo, Ron, terrible. Ron, why, would you, why would you bring that up, bro? That was a terrible thing. He, he, he said, "What he said? He said uh, Jay Kidd is a light skinned Ricky Rubio." Oh, yeah. that was that was that's back, that was yeah, back on the, that was back on the uh, Sunday Wednesday show, right, Mark? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he started talking about uh, Jason Kidd's efficiency. Blah, blah, blah. It was terrible. Oh. Shout out to Ethan Hines who said that that comment would be read right on today's show. Shout out to him. Mm. Oh, y'all just got bro, you just got me pissed off all over again. My, my bad, my bad. I could, so I'm you, about think, to, I'm you about think you think you think Ricky Rubio isn't just Jason Kidd from Europe? I'm about to bro, I'm about to text him right now. Hell no. I'm about to text him right now. It's crazy. But think about <laughs> think about the hype that Ricky Rubio had not. coming from. I don't think he had the defense. I don't think Rubio had the defense of a Jason. <laughs> you think? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. We'd have to do they a deep dive on that. that. They weren't that far apart from all defense. Yes, they were. Mars. There's only, there's only like not nine, getting involved in this conversation. Only got like nine I'm more. Like, that's not that. But Mars, I will say, I will say, the gap in passing makes makes up for the gap in defense. So now we're talking. See. I'm Ricky, Ru- I'm Ricky Rubio could shoot. What gap in passing, passing? Well, well, passing for who? The, so Ricky Rubio is a better passer than Jason Kidd. Jason, Jason Kidd is a better have defender. Seen, have you, have yeah. you not but seen Jason Kidd that Ricky Rubio was making? There's no sure, way I'm sure, getting involved they're, sure, in this. They're 100% trolling right now? No way I'm getting involved in this. Have you forgotten who prime Ricky Rubio was? Bro, have you forgotten who prime Jason Kidd was? Ricky Rubio's passing was so great that at 16, they was ready to put him in the NBA. Jake Kidd was still in high school. I remember Ricky Rubio. I remember him on that Spanish team. He was fantastic. He was Luca before Luca. If you remember, like, overseas guard prospects, that's what Ricky Rubio was. There was a reason why he was a lottery pick, 100%. There was a reason why he was a lottery pick. Yes. There's a a reason why he was a lottery pick. No question about that. But this 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 comp is really an insult to Rubio. I'm about to say that's I, I, I think they're close. I think they're closer than people are giving them credit for. Ron, hey Ron, kick kick these three, Ron. Including Pirate, because he had to say that shit, man. Kick them, Ron. Get them say, say send them straight to So what was we saying about Ricky Rubio being the greatest, <laughs> most phenomenal floor jitter of all time? Hawk oh, oh, sent himself to hell when he said yeah, yeah, everybody sent himself to hell. No, I, I think I think you guys are sleeping on what Ricky Rubio was because you remember like he tore his Achilles like two years ago, so you haven't really seen Ricky Rubio's in a while. You know, you know what's crazy, more Ricky that, Rubio. That Ricky Rubio before he got it, like those, those last like three years when he came to the the Cavs, right before he got hurt, that was really like my favorite version of Ricky Rubio. Not not young Ricky. I like I like that older version of Ricky. I think he was super productive, honestly. I really that's that's yeah. that's my what, that's my my, fa- my favorite year of Ricky Rubio is definitely the year he was on Phoenix. I can't remember what year it was, but he was playing really because that they were experimenting with Devin Booker at a the point. Then they got Ricky Rubio, and then Devin Booker played the two. That's when Phoenix looked like they were starting to like take the next step for me. That, that's my favorite year of Ricky Rubio. I don't think Jason Kidd could have had that level of impact on that team. Mm. 
<laughs> Yo, I did not expect you to just slide that in at the end, but that was smooth, bars. That was smooth. <laughs> All right, man. Let's 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 get into some uh some real ball talk. I know we've been talking about uh, narratives and stuff like that to start the show off, but let's get into this comparison. Let's let's go ahead and break down these teams. So we got the bad boy Pistons, and then we got the 2004 Pistons. Who obviously, you know, won the championship as well. Uh, I mm-hmm. want to go around the room and I want to hear thoughts on this matchup. I want to hear predictions in a seven-game series. Uh, mm-hmm. Who you guys think is the better player? Why you why you think certain teams will win and all that good stuff? Uh, Pirate, I want to start with you, my friend. Yeah, I mean that would be a fascinating matchup. I, I suppose the winner would probably be like a fifty-one to forty-five type games. <laughs> I mean, two of the slowest pace teams two of the best defenses um bad boys a little bit more balanced offense defense um wallace probably the best defense i've ever seen um so i don't know quickly i'd it it, it'd be awesome uh rodman and and tayshaun prince probably hold each other to zero points (laughs) the entire series (laughs) um I think in that matchup, I mean, who knows, but I personally think that when you're talking about the 4 Pistons, I I think that Ben Wallace would be the best player on the floor in that series. I think he would be the dictator. Um, and I think I'd go uh, 4 I'd go 4 But it'd be it'd be fantastic to watch. <laughs> it'd be like a football game on the court. <laughs> Did we lose Ron? I think we lost Ron. Yeah, I think so. We lost Ron. Do I need to take the host mantle? I guess. What's your thoughts on the Oakville Pistons versus the Bad Boy Pistons? I could not stand the Pistons. The the, the Bad Boy Pistons, I hated them. But I love Joe Dumas. I was a big-time Joe Dumas fan. That's That's one of the main reasons why I watched them. And I watched them because despite how rough and tough they were, like, they actually were a really good basketball team. And not only were they a really good basketball team, they did a lot of good things. They did a lot of good things collectively, like defensively. They did beat up guys, but Joe Dumas was 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 an elite one-on-one defender. Isaiah Thomas was the product of being on a good defensive team. Um, but I don't, I don't think that Isaiah Thomas was that great as a defender. I think he was the product of, of – think, think John Morant on Memphis – like John Morant being on Memphis, him being on a really good defensive team, but people saying that Ja's a really good defender. He's really not. He's just a product of being, of being on a really good defensive team. Now, when I think about the 2004 team, I think that night, I think that 89 team, I think they might be a little bit better defensively. And the reason why I'm thinking that they better defensively is because I think that there's a little bit more that they can do in terms of physicality, like Rick Mahorn, Dennis Rodman. These guys know the tricks that 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 get guys out of their games. I watched Dennis Rodman completely take James Worthy out of the series in 1989, right? Just just by doing small things, nitpicking, and I saw, I watched Rick Mahorn do the same thing with him, taking him out of the series. Then they got rotation guys like Mark Aguirre, who's coming off the bench and giving them quality minutes offensively i think that it would be a really good series and i th- i would give it to the bad boy pistons in terms of 89 
a lot of people don't talk nearly enough about the scorer that Joe Dumas was. I watched him average. He averaged 27 a game against that Lakers team in 1989 in, uh, in the NBA Finals. Gave Magic Johnson the business. And I think the coaching edge, as good as Larry Brown is, I think that Chuck Daly, I would give him the coaching edge because Chuck Daly knew – the nuances of, 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 of players and he knew how to get to players. So guys like John Sally, he knew how to make John Sally rebound more. He knew how to make John Sally get out in the open floor more. I think that with that offense that the Detroit Pistons had with the defense that they had, I, I'm going to give them the edge slightly, but with the offense that they had, I think Isaiah Thomas outplays Chauncey Billups. I think that Joe Dumas, I think he gives Rip Hamilton hell. And I, I think that they, I think the backcourt would be the difference. Because I think that both Dennis Rodman and Rick Mahorn, I think that they could bother Rasheed Wallace and, and ultimately take him out of his game just by doing the little things to nitpick at him. And I think that that would, I think that would bother him and get him off of his rhythm. Dominic? Uh, yeah, looking at it, honestly, I feel like it would be close. I'm going to lean towards the bad boys Pistons for the simple fact. I feel like he's seen, I feel like the, um, the 04 championship Pistons, they weren't playing. I mean, because of where they were, they weren't playing a, like a modern enough style where I feel like it would just be too complicated for the older Pistons to manage and handle. I feel like Isaiah Thomas wouldn't really like Chauncey Billups. Isn't one of the guards that will like just outclass Isaiah Thomas. I see was a definitely uh, a savage of a scorer. But it's not like you have IT at that time who was putting up, what was it, 20? What, what was he putting up at that time? Probably like 19, 20. Probably. 19, 20. But at that time, that was seen as a scoring guard. But then you go and see guys like Kyrie putting up 25, 26, where right. it's just a gap in what your guard is doing for a scoring guard. Right. Chauncey Billups isn't – he's not doing that. Chauncey Billups isn't a, a scoring guard. He's still much of a traditional style of a point guard. They both match each other. They're both a defensive-minded team. They're both – gonna be defensive first and i think matching up mm, they definitely I, someone said oh four didn't play modern damo i know goofy that's what i'm saying that's why i'm giving it to the pistons because the oh four pistons didn't play modern i'm giving it to the bad boys pistons um i feel like they're rough ass defensive style i'm leaning towards I, what rule sets are they playing in are they playing with the 80 the the eighties rules or they're playing more well it, it wasn't 89, 89 pistons in the oh four Pistons, they aren't that far removed. In the only of, difference really is that flagrant fouls now exist. That's it. That, that's it. The, the, in and, terms you of get, rules, and you get three, 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 three fours if you get fouled on the right. three point. That's but it's, it's really not, in terms of the physical bad boys. I'm not, that's what I'm saying. If you got flagrant fouls, hey, <laughs> Bill Lambert is out of here. Like, right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if you're playing with no flagrant fouls, I feel like the Pistons are definitely going to take it. But if you're playing with more modern rules where you can't flagrant foul as much, you can't foul hard as much, or you're going to get kicked out of the game and it's going to affect you, then, yeah, I, I feel like the 04 Pistons have an edge. But I'm going to give with the bad boys Pistons. I feel like they're deeper. Uh, I feel like yeah. they're more. Of a, they're, they're definitely a more balanced team. Um, but fun fact, and my it's a fun fact for me. I did not realize the 04 Pistons had Mamet Okur. I did not know that. Oh yeah, he oh, was yeah, probably yeah, yeah. he yeah, was Mamet. probably outside the the top five. He he was probably the most effective uh, sixth guy. And um, mm, I like Lindsay. I like Lindsay. And um, Lindsay, yeah, but L Lindsay really was not that 
offensively, that off, off, offensively, he was doing nothing. I just liked his tenacity on defense. But even he didn't even he didn't play a ton of minutes. And he didn't. He, he didn't. I'm, it's pure vibes. Of every time he came in the game, that was a very, very, very top heavy team. I mean, the the, the 04 Pistons was very much about yeah. the top five, and everyone else was kind of along. Uh, Corliss Williamson. Uh, Mometa That's Gore. They didn't give Darkin Militich enough minutes. Just so you know, yeah, they, they didn't let him shine, man. I think I think Darkin Ham was on that team. I, I was about to he say was, that was yeah, on, like the terrorists five or six minutes yeah. a game or something. Yes, he was. But yeah, the terrorists was on that yeah, group too. Terror- so. I don't remember seeing him play team. much, but I know he was on that team. He didn't. Yeah, nobody did. Really, nobody did. That was that was a five man. With that being said, to add to Damo's point, I don't think that I think I I discounted how long that crew had been together. That 89 Pistons team, they had been together. Joe Dumas had been on the team. Sure. Uh, been through Dennis the wars. Had been on the team. Dennis Rodman had been on the team since 86. Uh, Isaiah got on the crew in 81. Bill Ambeer got on the crew in 82. Vinny Johnson got on. They, the, the only new guy that they had was okay. was was Mark Aguirre. That was it. That crew had been together for a long time. That Detroit Pistons team, they had just really gotten together. Like, she just got on the crew that year. Like, Ben Wallace had been on the crew for, like, I think, what two or two or three years, something like that. Um, they just got Chauncey Billups the year before that, I think, or, or mm-hmm. a year or two before that. And, and Rip Hamilton, I think they had just gotten him not too long ago. So mm-hmm. I can't discount that. Plus, I think that, and a lot of people talk about how good Ben Wallace is as a defender, which I do not disagree with that because he was awesome as a defender. I think Bill Lambert would have gave him hell simply off the strength wow. that Bill Lambert is one of the first stretch fives. So his ability to shoot the basketball eighteen feet, shoot the long ball and drag Ben Wallace away from the basket. I think that would affect their rebounding, and I think that would affect their transition game, too. My, thing, my, my take for that, um, yeah. so what, 89, 89 versus 04? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think the – so the bad boy Pistons, they can't rely on their bullying this team. So that, that's a notch right there. Like, the, the, the bad boy Pistons cannot bully the 04 Pistons. In yeah. fact, I would say it's almost the opposite. I know that sounds crazy. But I would, I would in fact say it's almost the opposite. The old, the, yeah. old, that, the bad boy Pistons got to worry about the old four Pistons bullying. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is only one team, only one of these teams has Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, and that's and that's. The I think we're discounting Rasheed uh, the so, both yeah, Wallaces so that's, together. So that's that's why. And, uh, well, first let me say that I think I think Chauncey Billups can deal with uh, with, with with Zeke. I think I think Zeke probably has the obviously I think Zeke has the edge over him like like who's a better player better point guard but I think Chauncey Billups I've always been a fan of Chauncey Billups I think he has the ability to step up and play with any of the great point guards even if he's not as good or as talented I don't think Zeke's antics get to Chauncey I think he can still hold it down keep his team composed uh, keep Rasheed's mind in it we got Rip Hamilton and and Tayshaun Prince at, at the wings I think Joe Dumars I mean, I can't say enough about how great he was, but I think I think Rip Hamilton can get with him. But the edge for me, and that this is where the edge will always lie with me, is with Rasheed Wallace. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, and I know, I know, I know Dennis Rodman. I know who Dennis Rodman is. That's what I was about but, to ask you, Big. Uh, that's what I was about to ask you. So with, with with both Dennis Rodman and Rick Mahorn, and we we know how volatile we we all know how volatile Sheed is. And like I said, mm-hmm. I watched. I, I, I watched Dennis Rodman. I watched Rick Mahorn completely take James Worthy out of the series in 1989 in the finals. Completely take him out of the series. With all, with all due respect, Chilton, with all the, I'm sorry, Pirate, I got it. With all the respect, that was James Worthy. It was. It was. That I just wasn't received Wallace. 
I, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I, I reckon Chee Wallace is one of those players that I look at. I mean, I watched him in the 2000 Western Conference Championship against the Lakers, and I remember thinking to myself, this is one of the first dudes that I've seen on the box in a long time that I feel like he could score every time he touched the ball. Every time he touched it, I feel like he could score. But Dennis had that kind of way of getting into a guy's head. Rick Mahorn mm-hmm. had that kind of way of getting into a guy's head. And Sheed is a very emotional player. That's right up Dennis Rodman's alley. That's right up right. Rick Mahorn's alley to get a guy like that who I could just needle at him, needle at him, and pick at him, and pick at him. And eventually, especially during the course of a seven-game series, it mm-hmm. would get to him. I mean, I watched Sheed Wallace get thrown out of a playoff game in the second quarter. <laughs> that's a, so that's that's a fact, with Dennis that's a fact. Or Rick Mahorn. <laughs> That's a fact. So I'm I'm kind of I'm just kind of banking on I'm banking on on Chauncey, you know, being that floor general and keeping keeping his team intact, and that's 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 what I'm banking on. So if if Rasheed keeps his cool, you know, what I'm saying in plays, and I, I honestly I got 04, I got him in five. I in got, five, I got the 04 Pistons in five. <clears throat> to be to be respectful to that legendary team, I, I have him in six. But uh, if if you know me, you know that that 04 Pistons is a, is the top five team of mine. Yeah, I kind of think uh, we should we should switch it around. Maybe start calling the 04 Pistons the bad boys. <laughs> I think they were the real bad boys. I think we're really underselling exactly how dominant that defense was. I mean, I honest, I hands down, that was the most dominant defense I have ever seen. I mean, they were holding people in the regular season down to like those games were like in the seventies, <laughs> like you'd, you'd pop on it's, uh, the Pistons that like that you could not score. And then you look at the playoffs and they just completely dominated Rashid and Ben Wallace. They were getting like two, three, four blocks a piece. Every series, the series against the, um, the Pacers. I don't think anyone on the Pacers shot over 40% <laughs> on the entire roster. They held an entire roster below 40%, which Dude, is that's insane. Crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. It's it's what? crazy. Like, Ben Wallace that year was so dominant, such a physical sure. force. I mean, he, he was like a goddamn WWF wrestler, just... <laughs> but if you think about the 89... If you think about the 89 Pistons, that was their mantra. At that point, they were considered... If, if, if I remember correctly, they were considered the best defense. I don't think they gave up 100 points in the entire playoffs. I don't think they get in. And, and that was nuts back then to not give up 100 points in the playoffs. Because in the playoffs, especially in the East, you're playing against much better teams. And I don't think they gave up 100 points in the playoffs. They were that dominant that that it was either the 88 or it was either the 88. And they solidified it by winning it in back to back seasons. So when you win it one time, like I, I, I've mentioned this in the past, if you win it one time, I think that anybody can win it one time. But when you win it twice and you do it in back-to-back seasons, that mm-hmm. solidifies you, right? That that solidifies right. you as being legit as opposed to we were not a fluke. And that Detroit Piston team, defensively, I don't think we talk nearly enough about how good collectively they were as a defense. You know, Joe I mean, Dumas, I think we do. They're, they're pretty first, much known for it. First team all Joe Dumas, first team all defense. Dennis Rodman, right. the defensive player. Now, Dennis the Rodman. I, I believe Dennis Rodman. Uh, I mean, I love skinny Detroit Rodman. Well, with right. when when people go back and and look at Dennis Rodman, I feel like his defense has um, the big yoked up power forward. Dennis Rodman is kind right. of overblown. 
Mm. He, power forward, the rebounding was great there, but the defense not quite as, as good as it's talked about. But on the flip side, right. the small forward, skinny Dennis Rodman, right. was one of the most fantastic defenders and just hustle, dirty work guys you could ever possibly imagine. I think Den- Den- Dennis Rodman would be um, a game changer in, in, the, in that series. And uh, 89 is when he really came on in the playoffs in the later rounds. That's when we really started seeing a uh, rebounding monster, right. Dennis Rodman. You know, like a couple of those series, he was getting like 13, 14 rebounds, only playing like 20 25 minutes, you know, right. get, get he wasn't playing heavy minutes. He, he, he didn't play every minute because at that point he was still a rotation guy. He didn't get into yeah. the starting lineup to 1990. But to Mars point, Mars wants to Mars wants to put uh Sheed on Bill Lambia. I mean, Sheed had to cover Sheed had to cover Robert Robert Ori. And I mean, I saw him giving up big shots to Robert Ori. I'd like to think that Bill Lambia was better than Robert Ori, especially in especially in transition and stopping pop. I think he would have been a hell for Rasheed Wallace. Now, I think that people look at Rasheed Wallace as that kind of offensive player, which he was. I will not discount that, which he was. But the the bad boy Pistons, Dennis Rodman, Bill Lambert, Rick Mahorn, Joe Dumas, they had a way of getting into your head. And I think they would have targeted, just like they did Bird, just like they did Jordan, they would have went after Rasheed Wallace because they, right. they would have looked at him like he was their emotional – he was their emotional leader. He was their best player on the block. And if you break him, you could break them. What What was the bench looking like for the old four Pistons? Because I, nothing. I'm seeing they, I'm seeing people in the comments they saying didn't really oh, have a bench. the talent the talent of the of the old four Pistons was just it's just trumping the '89 Pistons. I don't know if y'all realize how talented the Bad Boys Pistons are no. as well. Like, and I'm talking about the people in the comments as well. Like, right, specifically, right. I don't think y'all understand how talented them guys were. I'm, I, I feel like y'all are just thinking of them as this ragtag yeah. group of uh, fouling guys, but right. they yeah. had a they they their starting five was talented, and they also had guys coming off the bench who could play. Vinny I'm Johnson at this was one of the best six men of all time. Vin, Vin, yeah, the microwave. I mean, he he was, he, but for a long a long when I was growing up, Vinny Johnson was kind of like the cliche for the guy off the bench that like, you know, the, the fire starter off the bench was Vinny Dama, Johnson. It wasn't news what he was on the floor for. It was not news when he came, when Vinny Johnson came to the no. game, think Jamal Crawford, think, uh, lemon pepper. Luke. It was yeah. no, uh, it was no un- misunderstanding of when Vinny Johnson came in the game. He was the bucket getter. He was there to score. Yeah. Yes. It's like, we're, we're the putting Vinny in and he's shooting like damn near every yes. possession. He, and he's they were going to him. Joe, Isaiah oh, yeah. Thomas, Joe, they were going to him immediately. It wasn't. It, there was no misunderstanding of why he was on the floor. None who whatsoever. Was, who, who, who was on that bench though? Chilton? Was it? It was. Uh, it, it was. You already said Mamet or Kerr. And, and over was, was, so was William McDonald. Corey Carlos Williamson, Williamson was on that bench. Lindsey Hunter. Hunter they had, they had, they had, really they had the only an old Elgin Campbell on that team. Elgin Campbell, yeah. Antonio McDonald wasn't there. McDonald wasn't there. McDonald wasn't there. McDonald wasn't there. Okay. So he, he, came, he came in the next season. Yeah. I think so. I think okay. So. Okay. Well, I, I'm looking at their bench. I'm telling yeah. you, man. I, no, why not? Outside of the main yeah. five, man, this this bench is looking so looking They didn't need it. They didn't, they didn't need it. I mean, it's just like you got, you got to look at Damo, you got you got to look at you got to look at teams like this this Nuggets team that just won. 
You know what I'm saying? Like if we go, yeah, if we if go they back, had eight, it wasn't a problem. But look, but look, it wasn't a problem back, not having a bench. Back, at that back, time, if, yes. If but if you to, got this team against the Bad Boys Pistons, well, well, who, but, offensively, the starter. But you, five, you, you gotta remember how slow both teams play. Yes. The use for your Mars, teams yes. Yeah. But so, yeah. so when, so when I'm you're playing less possessions, you don't need to ten on rotation. When two of the slowest teams play each other, that's a slow ass game. That's what I'm saying. Like that game literally probably would have been like sixty to fifty-eight. In ten, in, in ten, then, then you're in relying on old man Elden. That's what you're relying on old man Elden okay. Campbell to come in and give you some okay. minutes. No, and Mamedo Cor and Corliss Williamson. They they were, you know, they'd get like 10, 15 minutes a game. And but in ten, in ten years, if you go back and look at if you if you go back in ten years and look at this this Nuggets roster, we'll be like, well, what they have coming off the bench. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what Jeff Jeff Green. Christian Brown, Bruce Brown, will be, you know that's that's how that's how it's gonna look. That so so looking back on it now, like I definitely agree with you, Domo. Like now, to me, that bench is looking real suspect. But back in 03, 04, 04 not 05 because it was a different team, you know. But in 04, you know what I'm saying? You you look at that roster. I don't have any, like back then we had no problem with that team. You know what I'm saying? Like there, yeah. I, I, I can't I can't say exactly what the experts you know. Like uh, R.I.P. Stewart, Scott, you know, like guys like him, what they were saying about the roster, you know what I'm saying? But to the best of my knowledge, like I never, I never heard no anybody in my family like, "Hey, man, this bench is sorry" or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah. it I, really I was, wasn't I was, a problem. I was, I was 13 at the time, so to the best of my knowledge, I was cool with this squad. You know, obviously, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Rasheed stand, so I just any right. any any team Rasheed's on, I'm like, no, nah, that's the best team. I mean, that that, that 89 that 89 roster, Big Ox. I mean, they mm-hmm. had 10 guys. Okay, legit. Okay. I mean, they, they had they had ten legit guys, and right. those guys were good, and they gave them quality minutes off the bench. Dennis Rodman wasn't starting on the crew. That that mm-hmm. that gives you an idea. He was one of the rotation guys. So they had him. They had Vinnie Johnson, right? They had Rick Mahorn. They had John Sally. So I mean, they had a, they had a damn good James right? James had, Edwards. He started at the five. He wasn't a rotation guy. He started at the five for them. But with that being said, not in eighty nine. No, no. I think I think he switched in ninety. In, ni- in, 90, in 90, there, there was a big, there was a big shift from from Aguirre in in '89 to James Edwards in '90. James well, Edward, well, Edwards was a huge factor in '90. Right, um, and Aguirre was less. Aguirre went to the bench. Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman moved into the starting rotation in '90. In '89, Mark Aguirre started. So you had Joe, you had Isaiah, Joe D. Uh, let's see, Aguirre at the three. Who, who was at the four? For them, uh, Rick Mahorn was at the four. Rick, Rick Mahorn was at the four. And Lambert, Bill Lambert, at the five. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. James, James Edwards in '89, I think he was getting like 12, 15 minutes. He, right. but then in '90, James Edwards was a huge factor in, yeah, in the whole thing. Because I, I watched the '90s like final series. Like I watched not the whole series. I watched like a few games or a couple months ago. There was a game where Bill Lambert took like ten threes. Like that flabbergasted. Yeah. He took like 10, yeah. he made like five of them as well. Like he was making the threes. I was well, like, well, James Edwards was the guy who played, yeah, like, I, who played I knew, mainly I knew away from Bill the, the hoop. Shoot. Like, I remember I, someone, it might have been Gilbert Arenas who said it like Bill, Bill Lambier game does yeah. travel, something like Bill Lambier could shoot. So like, I don't yeah. know where that from. Mars, how many took, did he make? I'll have to look it up because I can't probably remember. made a he, few. I mean, he, he, took, he, like, he a... took like 10, and I'm pretty sure he made half of them. Yeah, I'll look it up so I can like paint the picture accurately. So. Give me some time. You guys can talk while I find it. He was one of the. He was. He was one of the. He, he was basically. Well, I'm not gonna say Kevin Love, but he was similar to that on the Bad Boy Pistons. That's kind of what he was with with Kevin Love in Cleveland. That's kind of what Bill Lambier was in 
in Detroit, except he was clotheslining. He went six for nine. He went six for nine. Six for nine. Six for nine. Yeah. And had, tw- and had 26 points. Yeah. If both teams wasn't predicated in such historic defenses, I could understand why having the argument of, well, the Pistons are deeper. Well, the Bad Boys Pistons are deeper, but the 04 Pistons, they just had the, the best formula. Their defense is so great. Yeah. The 89 Pistons to me, if you have, if I'm matching you, if I, I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I will at least say their defenses are comparable. I don't know if there's. Yeah, like, but I, that's guy. that's where I would disagree. I, I would actually disagree with that. I don't think the O four. I don't think the I would just. I, I think there's. A, I think there's a gap. I think there's. Yeah, yeah. No, I think there's a gap. I think that that O four defense was other other level. Like you talk about a uh, B tier, A tier, S tier. Uh, like yeah. the O four Pistons defense is like S plus tier. What, what makes them that much better than that eighty nine defense? Again, I got to go back to the combination of uh, Ben Wallace and Rasheed Wallace, which is such extremely effective paint. I mean, Ben Ben Wallace's rim protection was was just otherworldly, and that's not to diminish the bad boys. Again, we're talking about two great teams. This is an awesome series. It's an awesome matchup to break down. You know, like I, I I think each each position is awesome to break down. But I think that is such a game changer. I think Ben Wallace was doing something that year that honestly, like I haven't seen in my lifetime. Just as an individual defense. defender, what you're talking about, Pirate? Just you talking about Ben Wallace? Just as an individual defender? I'm talking about well, two things. I'm talking about what Ben Wallace himself was doing. But then also in conjunction, just uh, again, like we we're saying, they didn't have any depth. Dude, that team did not need any depth whatsoever. It, it, they, right. they slowed the game down. Those five guys were on the same page. You think about it, without the depth, uh, depth, those guys were playing so many minutes that that was just like such, such a cohesive defensive right. unit. What Ben Wallace was doing was absolutely dominant. The way right. Rasheed Wallace played off of Ben Wallace – that mm-hmm. tandem and the way that they were able to control every right. square inch anywhere anywhere uh, near the rim was again something I personally I, I probably cannot, cannot feel like I have not seen. And then Tayshawn, and then you throw Tayshawn Prince in there, super yeah. long. I, yeah. I mean, it was just so well constructed from a defensive point of view. Like the Bad Boys were a great defense. Is that? But is that, that 04 best, defense is, is, is like best, textbook. Um, is that the best front uh, front court defense that we've seen? Defensively, I think so. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm talking. Talk, talk, I mean, talk, in the about, in the modern era. I mean, uh, let, let me think yeah, about yeah. it. My 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 instinct is yes. Well, well, Pablo, I'm, I'm talking about, and I'm going to say yes. I'm talk, yeah, I'm talking about Rasheed, Ben, and Tayshawn. Like, is, is that the best yeah. forward forward yeah. and center? Like. Defensively, we we're yeah. we're talking just defense, chill. Yes, I. I, am, I am. Okay, just defense. No. Who they they weren't what's, better what's than better they than weren't that, better yeah. than the Celtics with, with Bird, McHale, and Robbie Parrish. They weren't better than them. Defensively? On the defensive line? I would I would have to respectfully disagree. Yeah, Larry Bird. Respectfully. 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 This is what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking Larry Bird about defensive rating. 
I'm thinking about oh. something. You already know where we at with that. You already know where we at with that. I'm look up, some, look up some defensive ratings for the O4 Pistons. <laughs> I'm, 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 ta- I'm taking Bruce Bowen, Tim Duncan, and Dave Robinson over that Celtics front line. That's now that Ooh, now shit. since since that's pretty good. But still, again, but hold on, Miles. Are you are you taking that David Robinson because that David Robinson in 2003 he was over. He was finished. Offensively, he was over. He was still very not over. He was still over, but yeah, he wasn't. He was still was he still elite defensively in two thousand one? I don't think you can name. I don't want to. I don't think you can name fifteen better defenders than David Robinson in two thousand one. In two thousand and one, so he, that was in year. I mean, he he had been yeah, in but league, I'm what, in, t- in two thousand four. You can't name any anybody who's touching Ben Wallace. Oh, I'm not arguing again. I'm not arguing the Spurs. No, he's not arguing against. Against. Okay. I'm okay. saying he's talking about front lines, and I'm thinking okay, about okay, I'm thinking okay. about the Celtics front. I'm thinking about the Celtics front line defensively right. with Kevin McHale. I'm thinking about Robbie Paris being one of the best protectors. I'm thinking about Bird being one of the best team defenders. Right. So yeah, when I think about what the Pistons were doing. That 04 team in conjunction with that 04 team against that 89 Pistons team, I'm thinking about the backcourt to start. And I'm thinking about how Isaiah Thomas okay. and Joe Dumas played off of each other defensively. As Joe Dumas sure. made up of Joe Dumas cleaned up a lot of Isaiah Thomas's messes. Isaiah Thomas was able to take a lot more chances because he was running with a dude like Joe Dumas. They basically played defense collectively. So now you're going to get a guy in Dennis Rodman and Rick Mahorn who also create that intimidation factor. People talk about rotations. People talk about cutting off angles. Well, you don't really have to do that that much when a guy is actually scared to go to that angle or scared to go to that spot because he's going to get hit. So when you mm-hmm. so when you got a guy like Bill Lambeer who now plays off of that where, I mean, he did put Jordan in chokehold. That's nuts. But in addition to that, rebounding the basketball, how they did, you know, collectively, gang rebounding, gang ganging up on individual players like they did. Defensively, sir, I mean, they brought, that in, they brought that intimidation factor. And not only did they bring that intimidation factor, it actually showed because I think they held teams. No, I don't think anybody scored over 100 points in 89 in the playoffs against them. I, don't quote me on that, but I, but I think that that's mm-hmm. true. I will say, mm-hmm. Chilltown, but I will sir, say, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Give, oh, oh, I just want to throw this out there. Yeah, you okay. got it, Pirate. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you give the oh, – I will say this, and I know I'm on the 89 Pistons side, but if you give – if you give the 04 Pistons the luxury of playing Bad Boys Piston style defense of that rule <laughs> where you let them hit, if you let Ben Wallace and receive Ben Wallace, Wallace is sending hit, people to the hospital. Yeah, I don't. Hey, we might Ben have, Wallace might is sending people to the morgue. Factor. We might be talking about some new intimidators. I ain't gonna lie. To you. Yeah. If, if Ben Wallace that's is allowed to hit people, sure. we're and, talking and, about a different ball game. But go ahead, Pirates. The 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 latest. Uh, kill, kill. Right? We, we just yeah, you, you were talking about rebounding. Let's talk about Ben Wallace rebounding. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what kind of rebounding Ben Wallace was giving us. Right. I mean, dude, he was, I mean, for that year and for that couple years stretch, Ben Wallace was, I mean, that is my kind of center, man. The, the guy was an absolute monster. The defense mm-hmm. S plus, the rebounding S plus, mm-hmm. like, and so, so fast, you know, so 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 quick on his feet and light on his feet with the combination of strength. I mean that that that's that um, speed strength combo uh, is otherworldly. So I mean, if we're just looking at the teams, would you agree? I would say on the bad boys, Dennis Rodman was the best defender. 
I would agree. I would say that. Yes. I okay. So now, defender. so now let me go back to this. So we agree that Dennis Rodman's the best defender on the bad boys. Dennis Rodman's playing like 23, 24, 25 minutes a game. We Don't go to the O four. We go to the O four Pistons. We got Ben Wallace. He's putting in 40, 41, 42 minutes a game. Right. I feel like that's. Well, that's, I, I that's think the a, difference. Which, 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 which does make sense, but what you're taking out of what, what you're leaving out is how much better I feel like that oh, that 89 team is offensively. Back. So as good as okay. so as yeah. so so as good as they are, so as good as they are defensively, I feel like the 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 Detroit Pistons in 89 offensively with Mark Aguayo, with Joe Dumas, with right. Isaiah Thomas, with John Sally running the running the lanes, with Dennis Rodman running the lane, with Bill Lambert in terms of pick and pop. I think that I think Ben Wallace's ability to rebound. I think Rashid Wallace's ability to rebound. I think that that would be disruptive simply off the fact, simply off the strength that guy like Bill Lambert is stretching the defense, right? Guys like Bill Lambert is stretching the defense, taking guys like Rashid Wallace away from the basket. And that's giving guys like Dennis Rodman more opportunity. And one thing that I do know, one thing I do know, if you're going to, Having a fight with Ben Wallace is a difficult task, but if he's got a fight with Dennis Rodman too, that's going to be even worse. Even if it's only for 25 minutes, even if it is only for 30 minutes, that's going to wear on him and that's going to wear on him a lot. So I think offensively, that's where the edge is. Defensively, I think that they just have more because you got a guy in Joe Dumas, an all-league defender, an elite guard, an elite defensive guard. Dennis Rodman, who's regarded as arguably the top, the best defensive player in the game at that point. Um, that crew defensively, I yeah. think that they were. I, I think they were just as good. Now I understand the rule point, right? You can you can body slam guys. You can put your hands on guys a little bit more than than you can in two thousand four. But I mean, they're not that far removed. It's not like we're talking about the eighty nine Pistons and we're talking about the two thousand nineteen Toronto Raptors. I mean, it's not twenty years or, th- or thirty years removed. The rules are mm-hmm. the, the rules are kind of similar to what they were back then, with the exception of what, what, what was it, Mars? Which is a big factor in this particular series, I think. Flagrant flagrant fouls. But other than that, I mean, you can still put hands on guys. You can still get physical and get rough with guys back then. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I I know a lot of people have like all time teams that they would like to see play. This is a matchup that we don't talk about enough, but I think I would love to see this just from a gritty and defensive standpoint. And just to really see like just the chess moves that both coaches would have to make to try to outdo the the other team. I think it'd be uh it 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 it'd be a masterpiece, I think. But I also do want to say Pirate in response to uh not necessarily in response to you but adding on to what you were saying about the Bad Boys defense. Have we talked about Chauncey and uh Rip's ability to play defense too? Yeah, not enough. I I don't think so. I try I tried to allude to that just with the absolute cohesiveness of that defensive unit. Um, I believe here, here, here's another factor I'm going to be looking at. Um, Isaiah and, uh, the fact is that during their playoff runs, both teams, their backcourts had very up and down performances offensively. The bad boys, uh, you know, we, we all know Dumars and, uh, Isaiah are not the tallest guys. Where where the 04 Pistons had very good length when you look at uh, Rip Hamilton uh, was a long player, 6'6", fairly long. Um, Tayshawn Prince, obviously, and Rasheed Wallace. Hey, how tall th- was Joe Dumars? Joe Dumars was like 6'4", 6'3". Yeah, 
six, but yeah, so, somewhere. But, like, but, but either team, way, so so you got you got Rippet six six um, running around the perimeter. You got Tayshawn Prince, a very long player, and you got Rashid Wallace, who's also running around the perimeter. I think that um, middle middle section of the team of the O four could give because um, I mean you do have Rodman. Rodman's a real good matchup for those three guys. Dumars and uh, Isaiah, I think they could run into run into some trouble. And again, uh, both backcourts they they were real up and down um, during those those playoff runs. Uh, they they each had series where where they would you know be be shooting in the forties. Um, I think I think said, Hamilton could give now, some trouble. Now, now now with that being said, the eighty nine Pistons the very next year they had to deal with the. Cleveland, not Cleveland. I'm sorry. They had to deal with Portland in the finals. Yes. Terry Porter's six three. Drex is six seven. They yeah. they basically swept them dudes. They lost but, game one, and and Isaiah Thomas and Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumas were fantastic in that series. Yeah, but chill. That that Portland team was so toasted. By the time they got they got to the finals, like Drexler had a fantastic series. Yeah. They had zero, zero depth whatsoever. I mean, that was uh, Cliff Robinson was what, like twenty? He was young. He was uh, don't forget was exactly. Yeah, yeah, he was very was young. He did, he did absolutely. He was, he was, god awful. I'm just series. thinking about he, he I'm provided thinking about from their backcourt. All I'm talking right. about is okay. Joe Dumas and and Isaiah Thomas because you brought up the you brought up the point of Joe Dumas and. Chauncey, you talking about Chauncey Billups and Rip Hamilton, who Rip, I think Rip Hamilton was like six four, six five, and and well, honest, no, no, Rip was like six six. No, he wasn't that big. Mm-hmm. No, he wasn't. But even well, he's he, taller he, than he, Dumars. He, he, Pretty he, sure he was six six. Pretty sure he was six six. When you when when you are when you're on the floor, to be honest with you, with a with a six, I'm I'm, I'm like six three, six four. If I'm going up against a six five dude, that ain't really that much of a difference, to be honest with you, as opposed to dealing with a dude that's six seven, six eight. Now, there's a sizable difference there. Same logic with Isaiah Thomas at six one. If he's dealing with Chauncey Billups, who's six three, I'm looking him in his face. So it's not like this dude is towering over me, like I had to deal with Magic, who's six nine, or having to deal with Penny Hardaway, who's six seven. I think that there's a there's a considerable edge there. But mm-hmm. when you talk about when you talk about these two guys in terms of a size, there's that there's that there's not that much difference. And when you're talking about defensively as a collection, I don't think that it's close between those two. I think both Rip Hamilton and Chauncey Billups benefited more from that back line than oh, yeah. Joe Dumas and, and Isaiah because I feel like Joe yeah. Dumas was an yeah. awesome defender. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. I would say out of, out of the four backcourt players, Dumas right. is going to be the best defender of the four. But I think I, th- I think you're right when you're talking about a one-on-one matchup, a couple inches here and there doesn't matter. But right. I think when you look at a whole uh, like one through four and you got a couple inches at uh, point guard. Then you got a couple more inches at shooting guard. Then you got a couple more inches at at small forward. Then you got right. a couple more inches at, at power forward. I think that kind of compounds. Um, you know, it, it's 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 little little inches here and there that add up over the course of the game to giving the O four Pistons more length and, and uh, coverage on defense, and then also being able to, when they get open, they got a little bit more space here and there on all the shot attempts, and all that will kind of add up over the course of the game. Right. Yeah. I don't know if Ron is here. Yeah, he is. He's still here. 
Just being his L host, sir. L host, sir. I'll read so some. We got we, we to get, we get a mic back to Mars. Mars is running. Fine. I'll, I'll read some super chats while we yep. wait for him. Mm -hmm. um, Zwee Money said, Pirate, why are you always in your car? Yeah, man. Someone got to keep these streets running. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm a... <laughs> okay, run, runs back. He can go do his job again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, oh, he's not. He was a minute ago. Now he's not. So, so. fine. Eleanor said that guy who randomly called Chill Fifty in the group chat. That's what yeah, that we, was, were that yeah. Yeah, we, we were talking this morning. Yeah, we were talking this morning. And he brought my age up, and I was trying to figure out like, what is my age? What what is me being? You didn't bring anybody else's age up. It's not. I want to make sure I'm clear about something, Mars. Being older. It's not a it's not a sensitive thing for me. You know why? Because what's the alternative, Mars? Being dead. Yeah, and I think I'm good. Oh, I so thought you I'll were gonna say being a dumb kid. I'll definitely I'll definitely take fifty. So that's I don't have a problem with you know bringing up my age. But if you're gonna bring up my age and it be a slight, then how come you don't do it with everybody else? And then not say that you and then not say that you're not trying to be disrespectful. What you bring my age up for? Then? Uh, you want to proceed, Mars? I was enjoying the show. Oh, um, <laughs> FIFA boy said, "L host, L man's for missing the OVO after party. If you know, you know." I'm hmm. just saying, man. I I don't understand, Mars. I if you hungry, if you're not hungry, Mars, that don't mean that I'm hungry. I'm not hungry. I'd like that's, to eat. So that's... so it might be a good idea if you ain't hungry. You could at least let me know it's food here, because I might be hungry. As opposed to you ain't hungry, so you ain't gonna tell me that it's food here. Facts. I'm wrong. That's the that's the least you could do. My bad, bro. I had a lot on my plate tonight. Mm. Or that night. Mm -hmm. I, I I had a lot of legs on my plate. Let's see. Winter said Miko Grimes Ox, that's her name. Yeah, the, the chick from the um from the Gilbert Arenas podcast. Oh, okay. Um, Angie Carr said, Facts Domo, since he's been on the show, he had this cocky and overconfident aura about him, even wearing that goofy ass crown like he was that dude. I think that's why Rashad oh, yeah. pants, right? So he, he's the goofy guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, you're running oh, the show over there. there. You need <laughs> some goofy guy. Everybody, you know? everybody got a role, and that's what yeah. he did. <laughs> Um, they're about they're about the buck, so we'll save them for the next topic. Um, Calvin Bruton Games said the first person called the goat was Earl Manigault. Well, that's that was when the documentary came out, Earl the Goat Manigault. That's where that came from, but that was like years later. I first heard it with LL. I mean, I think they probably call him the goat just because of his name. <laughs> it didn't start with Jordan. That's what I was <laughs> no, it did not. No. There we go. Multi-10-1000 said, knowing Ron is high right now is hilarious. It's pretty obvious. It's pretty, nice. pretty, pretty obvious, that, Ron. Ron. If, 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 Ron, if you had to piss in the cup right now would, would, and we went to management, would you be okay or would you would you have to come talk to some people? I'm not showing up. And if I do show up, I'm not leaving. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's going to be in the bathroom for like two hours. You're going to hear the faucet running like... <laughs> <laughs> Just 
I've I've been there before. I had to get pitch tested, and I just like I can't pitch. Like I don't got no pitch. I can't. I'm trying. <laughs> what hey, what, am, what can I do? You drink some water. That's very simple. That's, that's, that's a really simple fix, big ass. Shout out to hey, drink more water. Some reason, for Y'all some never reason, got anyone water, to piss for you? <laughs> Amateurs. Oh my God. It wasn't that type of situation, pirate. <laughs> um, Hit forty four said Sheed would get kicked out via text in this game. I think we spoke about that. So yeah, he might miss a game or two. <laughs> um, Angie Carr said, "Whose game could translate errors better, the 04 or the eighty nine Pistons?" I mean, well, I think that was a good point. Like, if you if you take away flagrant fouls for the 04 Pistons. That's a pretty brutal I, I, I think, defense. I think, I think, I think um, the 89 Pistons probably translate better, in my opinion. Uh, as, like, as, a, as a total team? Yeah, I just feel probably. like Joe Dumas, I feel like his game, I feel like Isaiah Thomas, that, that's not to slight Chauncey Billups. That's not to slight Richard, Rip Hamilton, because I think Rip Hamilton will be great in today's game, especially his ability to just move without the basketball. I think he'd be awesome. But I think that from a talent standpoint, and I think that – from a style standpoint, I think that the 89 Pistons would just be better. Um, I agree with that, Chill, because I do think that that backcourt was dynamic. But also, too, like if we're talking about translating now, let's let's think of two guys that automatically would be crazy right now from that 04 Pistons just because they shoot so many threes. You got to go with Chauncey Billups, and then you got to look at Rasheed Wallace. I think those two guys, especially as a stretch big, Rasheed would eat in this era, and we obviously know how talented. Yeah, he would be. Yes, Rasheed would be other, awesome. You know, yes, other aspects, but he's 100%. he's he's, he's going to be so much more valued. And just imagine a cat cat that actually has toughness and can do other things. He doesn't shoot as well as cat, so that's coming he, but right he, he does. But I see what I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, then, I'm I mean, Chauncey too. I think close if, enough. If if if, if Chauncey <laughs> able to really like you know let it fly the way he was able to let it fly. I think he'd be Chauncey in today's game would be crazy. I, he was a great shooter. Yeah. I I really think people give this is not like an old man rant or anything. I think it's just logical. I think people give give the current players a little bit more credit for being better shooters. You have to look at how like if if offenses are geared towards you spotting up and shooting threes, you're you're going to incorporate that in your game more. I look at, uh, look at, look at uh, Lopez. The first seven years in, in the league, he shot 33s total and made like nine. His right. last seven years in the league, he shot 2,000 threes. Mm. Like the ability to shoot the three, it's not some uh, mythical skill that like only today's players could, it could pick up and like old guys just wouldn't be able to. <laughs> To figure out how to shoot a spot up three, uh, I I agree. I think the best way to like not the best way, but a way that um, I mean at least I will judge some semblance of shooting is free throw percentage. That's the only thing that's consistent. Yeah, me too. History. That's the yes. only like you had free throws haven't changed. So from nineteen sixty to now, it's always been a free throw. I think this year, like the league average is like seventy eight percent. I think in two thousand and four, the league average was like seventy five percent. I think it's probably somewhere similar in the 80s. Like, people could shoot. Yes. yes. Like, it ha- that's not a new thing. Now, the three-point line and how much has been required has obviously changed, and now you've got more three-point shooting. But the ability to shoot the basketball is not something that's only existed in the last 10 years. That's not my opinion, anyway. Yeah. 
Um, Ron, you want to go back to reading Super Chats? Uh, no, we're actually going to transition. I want to talk about some uh, some FIBA. Uh, obviously, Team USA played earlier today, and a bunch of other teams played today. You know, a bunch of good NBA players and uh, other countries had some good battles. So we're going to mm-hmm. go ahead and run run that down. I'm going to start yeah. with Team USA. Um, they played Montenegro, and it was a little closer than some would have expected, but they got yeah. the win. 85 to 73. Were, were any of you guys able to watch this? I saw a little bit of it. I did. Yeah. Unfortunately, I saw a little bit of it. Extremely early, so mm-hmm. it's hard for us to watch it. But uh, what you? What, what were your takeaways from it, Chill? Um, Anthony Edwards really couldn't get anything going early, and he was able to pick it up in the second half in terms of scoring. But in the first half, like defensively, he wasn't bad. And I, I don't I don't I think that team struggled like Jaron Jackson, which I immediately thought about Damo with this, because that Montenegro team, they had a big who wasn't that bad. He was actually pretty good. And if you run up on a team, you run up on a crew to Damo's point with a backup big that Paolo has to deal with, that's something like that, they could be trouble. That's not to say that they would beat them, but they could be trouble. And Montenegro had a big who he wasn't bad. He was actually pretty good. And he and he gave the Americans trouble. So um did he that give could the be Americans a trouble or did he give Paulo trouble? I, he just gave the Americans trouble. Okay. So and and I think it's a I, I think it's a cause for concern. They gotta they gotta show up that big man spot. Uh, was was anybody else able to watch the game? And and before you do go, I just want to kind of give some clarity to a couple stats for the stat heads out there. Uh, to Anthony Edwards, he finished with 17, but he literally didn't score in the first half. So all of his 17 came in the second half. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. had 11 points. Austin Reeves came off the bench and had 12. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, per usual, had led the team in assists with six. Um, him and Mikael Bridges both had 10 points. Uh, and on the other team, if you don't know Montenegro, they Wait, actually Ron, have Ron, Nikola what did, Vucevic. What about Brandon Ingram? What did Brandon Ingram do? Brandon Ingram came off the bench and had two points. God damn. In 15 minutes. Brandon, Brandon, Ingram, Brandon Ingram having two points is unacceptable. And Anthony Edwards not scoring in the first half is unacceptable. Those two young fellas need to step it up. Um, Josh Hart, Jalen Brunson did only too, had four. In the second half, he got going. In the, in the second half, from from a scoring standpoint, Big Ox, he got going. He got that long ball going. He he got more aggressive. He wasn't really that aggressive in the first half in terms of shooting the basketball, but he got going in the second half. Yeah, but that's I, I, that's what I mean. Chilton. I'm like I, I I feel that he turned it up. But for Anthony Edwards to be who I who I expect him to be and who I know you expect him to be, I mm-hmm. need you, I need you to bring that. I need you to bring that dog at all times early. You know what I'm saying? You got to be the killer that you are. All times, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's that's you know. Obviously, I, I know I know Anthony Edwards is gonna be okay. I'm just kind of you know just been just nitpicking a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, for Montenegro, in case you don't know about Montenegro, they have Nikola Vucevic, and he had 18 points in six. If you minutes. smell, but the rock is cooking. He heard you guys hating on Paolo Banchero's backup center minutes, man. Mm-hmm. He heard you. Mm. you this you this game this game was definitely a game where I would have liked to have seen Walker Kessler play a little bit more. Definitely. I would have liked to have seen him play a little bit more to give the – because, like I said, I didn't see much of the game. I, I, I saw some of it, and from what I saw, 
Like they had a Montenegro had a big guy who was troubled. And not only was he troubled, they 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 had some trouble on the backboard. So I would like to have seen Walker Kessler play a little bit more because I think he could have showed up a lot. The game. They won. Well, shut your mouth. It's not that simple, though, Ticket. It's shut not, yo, be, be, they because they won. The did they, they win or lose the game? So, so it's that simple because they won. Did they win or lose the game by double digits? Okay, so, all right. So, so that's it was just that simple. They just won. All right. Okay. Matter of fact, hey. we're done with this. They won. So, there's nothing to talk about. Hey, we got, we, it's we, a seven-game series? Hey, Don't worry about it being a seven-game series, Ticket. They won. Don't worry about that. It's a one-off. They lost. Get it. Get their ass up out of here. Next. All right. Let's get them up out hey, of here. It's hey, that hey, simple. Hey, hey, I don't want to change the subject or go back, but I was just, you know, I was thinking about when we was talking about it. I would, I would really like to hear Tickets, uh, Tickets take on that Pistons talk we was talking about. I, I know we already passed. I don't want to go too far into it, but I'm, I'm curious to know, like, who do you think will win between 04 and Bad Boys Pistons? Ticket. Seven game series. Uh, 04. And why is oh, that? Because, uh, I thought their defense was was better. You know what I'm saying? I just thought their defense was better. I thought the 04 defense was better than the bad boys. Because, see, uh, Rodman wouldn't have been able to pull that shit off he was doing on, on Ben Wallace. Rodman and, and, and Lambeer. Rodman was too – he was too built. I mean, uh, Wallace was too uh, – Ben Wallace was too built for that. And Rashid gave you an offensive aspect that would have pulled um, – Lambeer or Dennis Rodman away from the basket, so they wouldn't have been able to help around the basket. Then Dan Wallace would have been able to eat up the boards. They didn't have a stretch big, so that would have hurt hmm? them in that series. Lambeer can shoot. No, he was not no three point stretch big shooter. He wasn't. He wasn't worried about him taking away from the basket consistently. Uh-huh. I, I'm gonna say it again. He was not worried well, ticket, about. You know better than that. Ticket. If I, if you I know better than that. I'm here. Don't do that. You know better than that. Well, you weren't there, Mars. You weren't there. What was Bill Ambier's three-point percentage? Good. What does that Someone look it up. I got I'm asking right now. I got Someone look it up. For 89, he was shooting 35% from the three. How many threes was he shooting? 1.1. Okay, we're not worried about that. What is Rashid there? Wallace is there? Hold on, hold on. Oh, I'm about to say, Wallace. yeah, I'll see the total he shot in the playoffs. Hold on. He was shooting a lot of 16-footers, 18-footers. No, 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 no. Yeah, Rashid, Rashid, Rashid shot 24% in the playoffs in that court. Yeah, matter. yeah, he, he, he did. Uh, you, asked me, hold on, you asked me about a series against them. I'm telling you, Rashid would have been able – he would have taken advantage of his matchup because he would have been able to take those guys out to the three-point line. Now, Rashid takes those guys out to the three-point line, Let's just say Dennis Rodman's guarding Rasheed because Rasheed's at the four. And Ben's real at the real five. quick, thirty six percent in the playoffs shooting three a game. Who? Bill Lambier. Thirty six. That wasn't the yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. No, no, that's what, that's he he picked it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The playoff runs. He, 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 he was saying it wasn't against the A four Pistons. I'm not saying. Keep going, Ticket. I'm with you, Ticket. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. You talking about Rasheed Wallace? You talking about Rasheed Wallace at the long ball line? Let's get back to that. Let's get back to Rasheed Wallace at the long ball. Bob asked you my opinion. As soon as I say my opinion, I get attacked. No, I, my no, I agree with most of what you're saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When you look at the situation, dog, mm-hmm. Ben Wallace would have ate all the glass in that series because Rasheed yeah. is stretching dudes away. He's pulling Dennis. If they put Dennis Robin on Rasheed, that's a problem because now you got two two volatile dudes that's guarding each other. But here's the difference: Rasheed was more offensively looking for his his his, his numbers, so that would have been more of a problem to take. Dennis Rodman away from the basket because of his rebounding ability. 
That would have cut mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman's rebounding, rebounding abilities in half, especially with guys like Ben Wallace who eat glass too. So now mm-hmm. you're talking about Ben Wallace and Bill Lambeer. Well, Ben Wallace is a better chance of guarding and recovering with Bill Lambeer on the perimeter than any other big man Bill Lambeer was going to see due to what Ben Wallace's uh, his athleticism, strength, and his, his just ability to recover, his ability to play defense at an all-time yeah. great level, So, yeah. which Bill Lambeer was not. So then we go at the guard play. Yes, you would have had a problem with Isaiah Thomas, but they also had very good guard play that would have been able to get into Isaiah Thomas. You had guys like Lindsey Hunter that come off the bench. That's Isaiah would have never been able to get a break because Lindsey's picking you up full court, crazy chest to chest. You see what I'm saying? Then you have guys like Rip Hamilton. Well, who's chasing Rip Hamilton off the screens all day? That's going to have to be Joe Dumas. So is Joe Dumas going to be the same chasing him off the screens? And then if you wanted to, if you're those Pistons, here's the X factor what the Pistons had, what they could do with Tayshaun Prince defensively. They could mm-hmm. move Tayshaun Prince to Joe Dumars or to Isaiah Thomas, and mm-hmm. that would give them hell of five problems with his length and athleticism. Stop playing with me when we talk basketball. Listen to what I say before you start running your candy-ass mouth. Next. I agree, I agree right. with a lot of that. I, I really uh, think Ben Wallace would be right. the best player on the floor in that series. Ben Wallace would be the biggest. I'm thinking, about, I'm thinking about how physical the Detroit Pistons are and the bad boy Pistons are and Ben Wallace being arguably the worst free throw shooter in NBA history, how much that would mm-hmm. affect his game, how much that would affect their game. I saw that going on in the Eastern Conference Championship in 06 where the uh-huh. Miami Heat actually instituted that, where like they had the hack the shack Well, they did the same thing with Ben Wallace. And well, you, I mean, you, you, can, you can send my you, – I, I feel what you're coming from from that, but that's not going to determine the game. What's going to determine yeah. that series and that or that series that they're playing in the series is rebounding and defense. And I think I'm, looking so. at the better, I'm looking at the better defensive team. And the reason why I say that is because the 4 Pistons had so many different options. And then to have a guy like Tayshaun Prince in his prime yeah. with his, his ability, you putting him on a guy like Isaiah, it's going to be hard for Isaiah to get off shots. If you're going to tell me Kobe Bryant's going to struggle getting off shots against uh, God dag on uh, Tayshaun Prince, don't tell me Isaiah Lord, Lord Thomas, who's what, six what, six, six foot tall, six one at best? You you, t- you mean to tell me you think he's going to get off consistent good looks against Tayshaun Prince or Joe Dumars? Man, y'all lost your damn mind, especially with the length and, and the athleticism of Tayshaun Prince and his elite defense, and he was in his prime? Mm-mm. Sorry. That's uh, I, I think I think Ticket made a, a very good point with uh, – I, I do believe that this series is uh... – the biggest factors are going to be defense and rebounding. And and on, on the bad boys, the best defense and rebounder is Dennis Rodman. And I think Rodman would be pulled away from the rim more. And his he was a fantastic perimeter uh, defender, and that would still factor in. But I think his rebounding would be diminished in this series. And I can say there's only one Rasheed Wallace. And I can say the same thing about Rasheed Wallace. His, his ability to rebound would be – but you didn't need his ability to rebound in that series because Ben Wallace. Yes, you did. Absolutely. No, I'm selling you this off facts. Ben Wallace, if you go back and look when they won the championship, he controlled, he ate the glass with the team. He averaged like 18 rebounds and nobody else averaged five. So you're not going to tell me that they needed somebody else to rebound when Ben Wallace was eating glass the whole series. Well, he controlled the whole series. He was still giving you good that's rebounds. That's not true. Right. Even if there's no way you're selling me that that team was that great defensively with Ben Wallace being the sole rebounder. Don't get me wrong. He was cleaning glass. 
But Rasheed Wallace was sticking. Rasheed was still giving you like eight to ten. Rasheed was still giving you like eight to ten. Hold on. What is Dennis Rodman doing if he has to guard Rasheed Wallace on the perimeter? Because you can't leave Sheed open. You're not well, putting we Bill just in. We, we, we just, we just, and, and you know who else you can't leave open? You can't leave Bill Lambert open either. So those yeah, two you things, can. you can't do that neither. Right? I'm not saying that I'm not saying that Ben Wallace, I'm not saying that Rasheed Wallace doesn't shoot the long ball better, but Bill Lambert was one of the first, was one of the first stretch fives. So he stopped and popped in transition. He played pick and pop with Isaiah Thomas. So he's dragging Rasheed Wallace away from the basket. He's dragging Ben Wallace away from the basket. He's dragging those guys away from the basket. And the idea that Ben Wallace is the only rebounder. Tayshawn Prince stuck his nose in there and rebounded. Whoa, Rasheed Wallace bit. stuck his nose in there and rebounded. This dude wasn't, dudes wasn't just one or two rebounds. This dude was just getting all the rebounds. No, I mean, King, I, 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 can, I can tell you, Rasheed was giving them 8 to 10 pretty much every, every series. Let's deal in facts. Mars, that year they won the championship in 04. How many rebounds was Ben Wallace averaging in the finals that year? Against Shaq? Probably about 13, 14. So nope. in the Eastern Conference chip, so so in the, no, so no, 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 hold on one second, hold on, hold on one second, hold on one second, chill, chill, hold on one second. Mars, how many rebounds was Ben Wallace averaging that series? In 2004. The year they won the chip, yeah, against the Like, like 15, 16, I think, in the finals. No, no, hold on. I want Mars to get the exact number. That way we won't have no confusion. 13.6. Now, who was the second leader on the team? Hold on, who was the second leader rebound on the team, Mars? Rashid. Rashid. Well, how much he average? Like 7.8. So let's say this, Chill. We're going to stop Rasheed from getting seven rebounds in that series? What do you mean? Are we going to stop Rasheed Wallace from getting seven? No, I'm saying you, you don't think Rasheed could get seven rebounds a game against those against the uh, the bad boy Pistons? I do think that he can rebound against the bad boy Pistons, but I also think that Dennis Rodman can rebound against Ben Wallace. Well, no, no, I, no, no, I, mean, no well, I agree with you, but I'm saying this, this, is, where the, this is where the disconnect comes right here. Mm-hmm. What's what, where is Rashid? I mean, excuse me. Where is uh, Dennis Rodman? Who yeah. is he guarding? Is he guarding Ben or is he guarding Rashid? Because you ain't putting Bill Lambeer on Rashid Wallace. You ain't doing that. You're not telling me you're doing that. Who else? Well, that's what I mean. Rodman's going to be on Rashid. You're not going to waste right. Rodman so on Tayshawn Prince. If Rodman's on Rashid, Rick Mahorn is going to have to. So Rick Mahorn is going to have to cover Rashid Wallace. Uh, Rick, not, not not just Rick Mahorn. Rick Mahorn is going to have to cover Rasheed Wallace. Dennis is going to have to cover him from time to time. So it's not just like he's just going to solely be responsible for him. No, Dennis is going to have to cover Rasheed Wallace. I'm saying, I'm saying when he's in there, hold on, I'm saying, but he's, I'm saying, Bill Lambeer is a starter. He's in the right. game. He's playing a five. He's checking Big Ben. That's an easier cover for him. He has to do that because he really doesn't have to worry about, because Big Ben wasn't going to be aggressive. Even though in the NBA Finals, I think Big Ben averaged a double-double. Am I, am I right, Marsh? In the, in, yeah, in, yeah, in the yeah. NBA Finals? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. he he could have been the finals MVP. He, he averaged like how many points he averaged in the finals, Mark? I think it was ten. But he yeah, yeah, he averaged a double double in the NBA finals. So I'm just saying, like, so let's say let's say you got Bill Lambeer guarding Ben. Okay, cool. The problem is that Rasheed Wallace lived on the three point line, and that was the problem that you could not leave him because he'll make you pay. It, the second you leave Rasheed, he will make you pay. So if Dennis Rodman was gambling, why would he be gambling? Because he didn't have to go to play to Ben Wallace. Those Pistons didn't have like one ISO player that was going to break you down that made you gamble to go double that guy. The problem with that Pistons team is they had great balance, great chemistry, great great camaraderie as a team. So now you're not looking at one individual player to say, oh, we're going to go double team him and trap him and get the ball out of his hands. So if, right. if, if, if Rasheed Wallace is playing the pick and pop with Chauncey, big shot Billups, 
Mm-hmm. How in the world is Dennis Rodman, who has to pay attention on that right there, how is he going to go get you 17 or 15, 16 rebounds a game when he's right. on the perimeter the whole time? Meanwhile, right. Big Ben is down there. He gets to battle with Bill Lambeer under the basket where he gets to eat glass. That's all I'm saying to you, Chill. What's and then, Chill, you still, you still, hold on, Chill, one second. Keep you on, still didn't count on my point about Tayshaun Prince. Right. What was they going to do with C. Mars? This is what Chill Town got to do. He got to explain how was they going to get around guarding Tayshaun Prince? Wh- who was guarding Tayshaun? So, so, excuse me. Who, who was scoring on Tayshaun on that on that on, 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 on their guards? Who was consistently who was scoring at that on time? Him? Yeah, so who was we already so 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 Bryant, we don't... if if Kobe Bryant, one of the greatest players that ever played a game of basketball, the only person on earth that don't acknowledge him as top ten is your clown ass. Who <laughs> who else would have been able to just go and demoralize him at that time? And I'm talking so about Tayshaun Prince. So so number one, nobody said that he was going to be able to score like that on him. Nobody said that. But they are Joe Dumas is going to be able to score. Mark Aguirre is going to be able to score. These guys can score on we're talking about a Tayshawn Prince. We're talking about a Tayshawn Prince who just came into the league. He was in his second year. Tayshawn Prince wasn't a lockdown defender. Tayshawn what? Prince was a good defender. He just showed up to the NBA. Tayshawn was up and down in 04. He, he, he was, he was very young. Ticket. Don't make it sound like this dude was in year six. What he happened was a when Tayshawn Prince got to the Hold on. What did Tayshawn Prince do to Kobe in the finals? Let's talk about what the Detroit Pistons did. What did Tayshawn Prince do Bryant. when it was time to win the chip? What did he do to Kobe in the finals? Okay, let's stop. Let's let's stop, let's stop talking about Tayshawn. Yeah, you if you look at the Eastern Finals. Damn. I ain't asked you. Hold on, hold on. So oh, again, this is, what, this is what you're telling me. Okay. What this did he do against Kobe? What did he do against Kobe? So let's talk, so let's talk about what offensive players have. I can't believe that we're talking about Kobe Bryant because I already know where this is going. But to Kobe, going and, 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 yes, we are. Yes, we are. In Kobe Bryant's words, what, Kobe, what, what happened against the Detroit Pistons in 04? Quote, Kobe Bryant, we allowed them to push us further away from the basket. That's what happened. We allowed them to get our offense start. No, don't make your face like that, ticket. This ain't this is this this is Kobe Bryant's words. We allowed them to push us further away from the basket. Not Tayshawn Prince pushing me. We allowed them to push us further away from the basket. And then them pushing us further away from the basket, we couldn't get into our offense. That doesn't mean that Tayshawn Prince completely shut down Kobe Bryant. That's not what happened. That's number one. Now, we're talking about a Tayshawn Prince who just showed up to the NBA. He was in year two in that 03-04 season, and he gets on a defensive unit that's really good. But what you're discounting, you're discounting how long that Detroit Pistons team had been together with Joe Dumas being there as long as he'd been there, with Dennis Rodman being there as long as he's been there, with Bill Lambert, with Rick Mahorn, with Vinny Johnson, with Isaiah Thomas, with these guys being there for as long as they'd been there, and then like you just mentioned, the camaraderie that they had and the defensive prowess that they had and how they were on the same page and how they basically devised a scheme to slow down Michael Jordan, I am 100% confident that a team in the Detroit Pistons in 04 who weren't that great offensively, if we could slow down the great Michael Jordan, we could deal with you dudes. We could deal with you dudes too offensively. Pistons weren't mm-hmm. great in 04. Offensively. No, I ain't talking about offensively. I'm talking about defensively. That's what I'm talking about. Offensively. Yeah, and, I think that, and I think what, that the Detroit Pistons in 89 were better offensively. And I think that we can Don't deal take us off the big screen like you want, Ron. Put us back on the big screen. Don't take us off the big screen like he had the last word and won. Because this simpleton still didn't answer the question. And I'm going to say it again. Who's a better scorer, Kobe Bryant or Isaiah Thomas, y'all? Bryant. Okay. 
What did Tayshawn Prince do to Kobe Bryant? He when didn't the do anything to him. He didn't do anything. It was a crew. Brian this already is, said it for the last time. They pushed us away did. from the basket. I don't give a damn what Kobe said. I saw Tayshawn Prince oh, blocking that ass up. So everybody in the comment section. Tayshawn Prince blocked Kobe up in that fight. Hey, because the truth is, and Kobe is my favorite player of all time. The truth is, Tayshawn Prince made Kobe Bryant take the toughest, difficult shots that he's ever taken, and he bricked a lot of them shits because Tayshawn had hands in his face. He was physical with Kobe Bryant. He pushed Kobe Bryant away from the basket, and Kobe Bryant went crazy trying to overcome that challenge that he wasn't ready to overcome that series. You're trying to dis dismiss that as if a 6'1", Isaiah Thomas, who was way lesser of a scorer than Kobe Bryant, who had way lesser than a bag than Kobe Bryant, who wasn't on a a physical level of Kobe Bryant, somehow, some way, he was going to be effective against a young, long, lengthy Tayshaun Prince that was key. We ain't talking about no Penny Annie, Rudy Pooh, Candy ass. We talking about key to them winning the NBA Finals that year. Because if he doesn't disarm Kobe Bryant the way he do, the Los Angeles Lakers probably win that series. Because the only game they won that series is when Kobe Bryant hit the game winner. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> so, with that, so, so with all of that being said, so Isaiah Thomas, who was effective against Clyde Drexler, he was effective against him, who was a damn good defender. He was effective mm -hmm. against him in the NBA Finals. But he can't be effective against a second-year Tayshaun Prince. The reason why he can't be effective against a second-year Tayshaun Prince, because of the team defense that they had. Team defense that they had, how good they were as a unit. I'm not taking away from Tayshaun Prince as an individual defender. I'm taking away from, I'm taking away from what they were as a crew. And I think that offensively, that crew with Joe Dumas, with Isaiah Thomas, and that bench that at that bench that the Detroit Pistons had was way better offensively than the bench that the Detroit Pistons had in 04. So with Joe Dumas and Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambert stretching the defense like he stretched the defense, and that unit coming off the bench, Mark Aguirre being being a part of that first unit, they were better offensively. And I think they overcome what the Detroit that wasn't Pistons a problem. Did Chill town. The Lakers were better offensively. The Lakers were one of the better offensive teams ever. Guess what the Pistons did to their ass? They put them holes in jail, locked the key, and threw it somewhere underneath the whatever. You couldn't even find it. It's somewhere on Pluto right now, the key still, to that series. So all that stuff you're saying, it really doesn't matter, bro, because the Detroit Pistons game was dedicated and predicated off locking you down. And that is so what they the did at the elite level in 2004. Hold on, hold on, chill now. And that is sorry, why they made easy, and The Rock says easy work, of the Los Angeles Lakers and the most dominant, the two most dominant players, two of the most dominant players in NBA history in their mm -hmm. prime. They got them out of there in five games, predicated off defense. Don't tell me that you're going to take two dudes who weren't two of the most offensive great players in the game of basketball and Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars. And then all of a sudden they go just up in the ass, do something that we ain't never seen before that we didn't even see Shaq and freaking Kobe Bryant, dude. What the hell is wrong with you, man? Offensively, who was saying that they basically running up the score? But you're not going to sit here and talk to me about them making easy work. Because last I checked, the Los Angeles Lakers, they swept them out the playoffs. Yeah, I know Magic got hurt. But they proved it wasn't a fluke the next year. By what? By smoking the Blazers in five games. So that logic that you're talking about, about the Detroit Pistons, that doesn't work. What do you mean smoking the Blazers? We ain't talking about the Blazers. We talking about the Detroit Pistons. Once again, don't get off topic. Stay your ass on we topic. We're talking about the Detroit Pistons. We're talking about the Detroit Pistons. We're talking about ticket. Chill town, chill town. Because I'm going to say this to you. You yourself <laughs> and, and Mars, here's the, here's the ether to chill town. Chill town himself would have picked Kobe and Shaq to beat those same Pistons in the finals. Chill town would have picked the prime Kobe and Shaq 
to beat the, those oh. same pieces he talking shit about, he would have yeah. picked those Lakers to beat those dudes because he would have said he would have said they had no answer for Shaq. He just said they had no answer for Kobe Bryant. But, but again, 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 a coach always told me, Chill Town, and this is what you need to listen to again. Offense sell tickets, defense win championships. Sir, again, the Detroit Pistons, 04 Pistons, were predicated off of their elite defense. That year, just like you was arguing yesterday about Jamal Murray and that being his coming out party in the NBA Finals, well, guess what? That was Tayshaun Prince's coming out party defensively in that NBA Finals because then the next year he made all defense the next year right after that because dudes started putting respect on his name while he guarded Kobe Bryant because nobody saw that he was going to do something like that to Kobe. And if he could do if anybody, and, I'm, and The Rock means anybody, could do that to Kobe being Bryant, don't tell me they couldn't do that to Joe, Joe Dumars, Isaiah Thomas, and Mark Aguirre. They didn't have the same bag, sucker. So cut this cap and ass shit out. Take your loss like a man <laughs> and walk so. off. If you say so. If you say so. <laughs> All right, yo, yo, Pirate, I know you were trying to get something off, so go ahead, and then we're going to go ahead and keep it pushing. But what, 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 because you, you eagerly was trying to say something, so go ahead. No, I, I, I just really love this conversation because, like, I, I, I love the this matchup. I've, I've already said a bunch of times I got, I got the 4 Pistons. I, I think we shouldn't put too much weight in what either team did in the finals because the fact is both teams played uh, cooked teams in the finals. The Lakers were were toast. They they had they had prime Kobe. They had prime Shaq. That's all they had. But that's literally all they had. Then then they had Peyton and Malone and Devin George. Hold right there, Pirate. Right there. How the hell were the Lakers toast? How many championships had the Lakers just won? They they apparently were tired. They apparently were tired by the time they got to these finals. Hold on. I asked you that. How many championships had the Lakers won? Come on, Pirate. Uh, you're, supposed to be a, you're supposed to be a basketball encyclopedia. Two. No, 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 no. Third. Third. Okay, okay. You said they were toast, right? Now, so they were toast. How many, hold on. How many more championships did Kobe going to win after that? Well, yeah, with a different team. Hey, hold, I ain't asked you that. I ain't asked you that. Didn't Shaq <laughs> go on to win another championship after that, too? Yeah, no, I'm saying they were great. They were fantastic. I'm just talking about so top to bottom. The roster. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. So my point is, and here's a question that's going to destroy your ass right now. And we can go ahead and ask you. I you agree all. with you like virtually you everything you no, said. No, 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 no. Because you're not going to do that because you said they were toast. So I'm, I'm going to eat the your they sorry toast, ass. But in the fight. Hold on. You a goddamn line. I'm going to tell you why. If they were toast, do you think if Kobe and Shaq would have never broke up, they would have won no more championships? Uh, No, I think that I think they probably they had a very good chance to keep winning. Yeah. OK, when they shut the hell up, they wasn't toast. Next. Ticket, ticket, ticket. In that in that finals, who who are the two players who played the second and the third and fourth most minutes in that finals? Probably you cannot play this game. I am the best there is, the best of not in the first game. Ticket, answer my question. Ticket, answer my question, please. Ticket, ticket, please answer my question. Ticket, answer my question, please. Ticket, ticket, please answer my question. Answer the question, ticket. Answer my question, please. Who won the third and fourth most minutes in that final? Yeah, I cook them up. I cook them up, and they made a jump because they couldn't beat me one on one. Ticket, ticket, ticket. You got two questions to answer. No, ticket. We need you to answer these questions first. Let's go start with Pyrus' question. My question is: Who played the third and fourth most minutes for the Lakers in that finals? Who gives a damn? No ticket. Hold on, hold on. No ticket. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
at that time with Kobe and Shaq in their prime, you could have went and got goddamn moly from Holy Moly Donut Shop. To play the third well, that's basically minute. what they it did. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It didn't matter. That's basically what they did. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. If you looked at the Lakers roster, it wasn't predicated off who played the third most minutes. It was predicated off what did Kobe and Shaquille do. The role players came in and stepped up big at certain times, like B. They Shaw, didn't at like all in that finals. Nobody did. I'm going to cook your ass thoroughly. Now, hold on. When you say toast and done, toast is Dwayne Wade after him and LeBron James went to four NBA finals. That's toast. That when you ain't got no more left in the clip and LeBron leaves and goes to Cleveland, right? Toast is, sir, and I'm going to say this to you again. Toast is, is after the Boston Celtics lost in the finals to the Lakers again, and there was no more left in the, in, in the clip to get back. That's toast. Ticket. You just said yourself that Ticket. Kobe and Shaq, you thought they could have won. Hold on. Hold on. You said they, you thought they could have went on to win more championships, and you know what that means? That means With you a didn't different give a roster. With adding other players. Listen, listen, listen. That means if you feel like Kobe and Shaq could have went on to win more championships, that means you ain't give a damn who they put around them because you didn't no, say No, that's not what it means at all. That's not what it means at all. Hold on. Uh, hey, Toast is running out. Toast is running out. Gary Payton and a 40-year-old Carl Malone as your third and fourth most minutes. And then Luke Walton. Nobody on that team could score more than five points a game. It's not what he said. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Because I got to let Pirate get his full point off. Hold on. Because I burnt you on the first question. You said the Lakers were toast, and that's bullshit. They weren't toast because you said they were all worthy. Devin George, Luke Walton, you got Gary Payton and 40 year old Carl Malone playing the third and fourth most minutes on the team. They were toast. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hey, don't say nothing. See, I'm going to on YouTube something. This is why they have me on the player's choice. Because it's levels to this shit. I want y'all to think about what this clown just said. <laughs> hey, Mars, I'm going to ask my team. I agreed with most everything you said. This was just a side point. I'm getting ready to drop your ass off right now. Mars, okay. I'm going to ask you a question to the tag team champion of the world. Oh, Did Gary Payton win a championship before or after the Lakers? After. Now, uh, shut your what? Ass up. Well, how does that have to do with anything? Was Gary Payton starting? Hold on, time out, time out, time out. That's my point, jackass. Luke Walton won. Do it. So Luke Walton won a championship say, after too. I guess that counts. Hold on, I'm gonna say it again to you. This man just Does Luke Walton's ring coming out towards I'm gonna tell you why your argument was flawed. You just use Gary Payton as an example for the Lakers and why they were yeah. toast. You use Gary Payton. Hold on. But that He's same old. Gary Payton. Hold on. He played the on, third pirate. most minutes. Pirate, are you going to let me finish my statement? This Absolutely, is why, yes. Yes. This is why when we don't cut each other off, I cook these niggas. Keep going. Keep going, ticket. Keep going, ticket. Keep going, ticket. So that same Gary Payton who you said was washed went and started for the Miami Heat after that and won a championship with two other great players in LeBron James and D-Wade, sucker. Now shut your ass up. So that's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. Gary Payton was not on the crew with LeBron James. Shaq and D-Wade. Oh, excuse me. Shaq and D-Wade. Shaq and D-Wade. Shaq and D-Wade. Shaq and D-Wade. Hold on. Shaq and D-Wade. That's not an excuse. Hold on. Shaq and D-Wade. That's not an excuse, sir. So that's the end. Guess what? That was an older Shaq and a D-Wade. So that's not an excuse. Your ass is grass, man. Next. Ask your next question because I'm going to cook your ass again. Go ahead. 
<laughs> no, I only had that 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 one question. I was going no, back to mainly questions. agree with most of your points. Now you got two questions. Wrong. Wrong. Now you got two questions. Okay, no, no, question. Did anyone else have another have question? Go. I don't have any questions, man. We 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 we, we went over this and 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 Pickett got a broken rib. I got a black eye. Can we move on? <laughs> no, my rib ain't broke. My rib feel. My shit feel good. Mm. Right. Okay, well, but I did have a comment, though. I mean, my main oh, comment my was that I, 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 I would jump in there too. My shit feel good. My shit feel good. I, I would jump in there too. So, hey, so, but like I said, like I said to this jabroni, once again, Ronnie, this is why these dudes cook themselves. This man just came on here and told everybody that Gary Payton. That's why I said the third and fourth player was Shaq. It didn't matter how many minutes they played. The only thing that mattered was the small contributions that those guys gave. Whether Robert Orr hit a big shot here or there. B. Shaw hit a big shot. D. Fish hit a big shot and played good defense. That's what mattered for the Lakers as far as the role players. It wasn't mattering about the minutes. So that stuff didn't matter. When they lost to the Pistons, it's because the Pistons were a superiorly great defensive team that was well-prepared, that locked in and took away the Lakers' two best assets, Kobe and Shaq. You must have missed the beginning. I've I've said the 04 Pistons are the greatest defensive unit that I have ever seen. I mean, I have... I'm not capping. Cap- 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 my cap- my cap- main cap- point wasn't even it wasn't to diminish the Lakers. It was simply to say in this conversation, these two teams, these two teams are so great. I just think there's so much to talk about with these teams that we shouldn't focus too much on the finals because the no. fact is that the bad boys played no, no. a crazy diminished Lakers no. and the Blazers no, 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 were totally cooked. I, I, I call Damo a hater. I ain't gonna say that today, Damo. Look at what this man trying to sell you. Chill Town's trying to sell you. Hold on. Chill Town is trying to sell y'all that Bill Lambier was some deep ball threat that teams had to worry about. Uh, He can shoot. Wait, wait, Ticket. Just just so you know, just so you know, I did take the 89. uh, I did take the bad boys Pistons in this matchup. I ain't see those. All right, y'all. We we I'm, go I'm, ahead. I'm, I'm really I'm really I'm, I'm really sitting here. I'm really sitting here. I'm really sitting here listening to this dude talking about a team in Bill Lambert who doesn't he, he doesn't stretch the floor. He's not a deep ball threat like Bill Lambert. You know what, Ron? You said well. I'm, I'm good. Tickets, ticket, everything the ticket does in terms of his argument. The majority of it is antics. The majority of his stuff is antics. The majority of his stuff is showmanship. When we actually get down to the facts, that stuff gets thrown out the window because we're talking about I'm a jabroni or or, or he's laughing and insulting me, completely leaving out. If you go ask, if you go ask people who know basketball and tell them, not even ask them, if you go back and talk to people and say, was Bill Lambert a threat from, from shooting the long ball? If you say he wasn't, they will laugh at you because you are completely and utterly wrong. Bill Lambert has got criticized for shooting the long ball because the big man back then, his job was to play on the block. Bill Lambert didn't do that. He was the original stretch five where he was shooting the long ball. Not only was he shooting the long ball, he was picking and popping at the 17-foot line with Isaiah Thomas. So the idea that Bill Lambert was not doing that you completely don't know who he is. And what that does is that suggests who you are, Ticket, when we're talking about basketball. So you shut your ass up. Damn, chill froze uh, Ticket with facts? That's, that's how you chill a nigga. All right. Uh, 
we're gonna keep it pushing. I'm assuming Ticket will come back. Uh, I don't think I don't think Chill ran him off the show. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. That's what we're here to do, and we finally let's got here. Uh, you see the the title of the show says Giannis and the Bucks are on a revenge tour, and it will start now. I want to know if that's how you guys feel, or I want to know if you know if you think the Bucks are cooked. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about some of their offseason transactions and some of their offseason losses. And then I'm gonna go ahead and ask you guys that good question: What do you expect from the Bucks, and what do you think they're gonna do this year? So uh, they obviously um, did they they re-signed Chris Middleton, they re-signed Brooke Lopez, and uh, they also got Robin Lopez. They got Malik Beasley, and they got Jay Crowder. Uh, who they lost was Javon Carter. They lost Joe Ingles, and they lost Wesley Matthews as well. So, Mars, I'm going to start with you, and I'm going to ask you, what are your predictions for what the Bucks will do this year? Uh, it depends on how good of a coach Adrian Griffin is, and I don't know what to expect. I know he's been an assistant in Toronto for like the last four or five years. Um, maybe that means he's a great defensive coach. I don't know, but if he's a – if he – I'm a, I'm a giving the benefit of the doubt and assume he's better than Bud. So I think they've upgraded. But I do think it entirely depends on how good of a coach he is and how far the Bucks go. I, if I had to guess, I'd probably say conference finals and then they lose to like Boston. But I do think it's entirely dependent on how well he uses Giannis. Um, if Chris Middleton is able to be back to somewhat of what he was in 21, um, because he's been dealing with injuries for the better part of the last, I don't know, season and a half they need his shot creation back um brooke lopez hopefully doesn't start to decline i know he's 35 um i like i'm i'm optimistic for marjon beauchamp i liked him <coughs> a lot coming into the league he didn't play a whole lot um last year because he was a rookie but i liked him in the g league um i'm hoping he can be a contributor for them next year but his lack of a jump shot is probably the biggest concern they got another rookie, Andre Jackson, who can't shoot at all, which is baffling to me. They're just getting a lot of people who can't shoot when Giannis is their best player. But he's another all-around player who might be able to give them some meaningful minutes. Um, so, yeah, if I had to guess, I'd say conference finals. But they could, I wouldn't be surprised if they went and won it all. Okay. Uh, Phil, Dom, I heard you were still talking when I, when I got a phone call. Phil. I heard you were still being disrespectful. Um, well, it sounds like she'll <laughs> answer that. That's fine. Um, I would say, uh, Ron, I find it highly disrespectful how you leave out one of the biggest acquisitions to show that the Bucks are like serious about winning. They signed a uh, third Antetokounmpo, Alex, today. Um, so, <laughs> today? yeah, they signed nepotism running rampant in the Bucks hey, organization. It is, nice. Yes, it is. Giannis, they, they heard Giannis was going to play and not resigning. Yeah. Here's your next brother. Here you go. Fact. There you go. Next thing you know, Coastal is going to be they're going to have four brothers. It's going to be crazy. Like cousin, but you can get him on too. I'm glad you said that, Damo. And Giannis is my favorite player in the game today, right now. That's a disgrace, bro. Like, because your brother, I'm just going to be honest, man. Your brothers are garbage, man. Niggas trash, bro. Like that that is that is beyond to me abuse of power, bro. Like, and I love Giannis as a basketball player. But for a team to sign those two guys who you do you see Thaz, bro? He literally is a is like the 15th cheerleader over in the sideline. What does he bring? You're using NBA roster spots. This guy's saying y'all say I want to win a championship, but you're using roster spots 
to make this dude happy. That's bullshit, in my opinion. I don't like that, bro, because there's dudes out there that really deserve that roster spot. And you got Thanis Antetokounmpo, one of the biggest drugs in the NBA, outside of Killian Hayes. Shout out to Mars. But it, 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 now you bring the other brother. We ain't even yeah, Lopez's bring, brother bring too. The closest, dude. He brought the that the, the the other dude. Oh, man, come on, man, come on, bro. He was in. The, he was Damo, in the G I'm sorry, Damo. He was on the Bucks uh, G League team. Last as year. you were saying, Damo, my man. Yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Go, go, um, go ahead, Damo. Outside of signing, uh, obviously signing the biggest X factor, Alex. Um, I think bringing on Malik Beasley. I mean, even though he wasn't didn't pan out fully for the Lakers, I feel like he can help them. Uh, well-needed shooting and just some grit. I'm another part, uh, just like Mars, I'm definitely interested in seeing what Marjan can do. I was kind of interested in him after seeing some improvements he made in the summer league. Hurst, a couple interviews, liked how he was talking, liked his attitude, uh, worked out with Giannis over the summer and said he kind of felt he took a step mentally when it came to the game of basketball. So excited to see what they do there. Um, I'm just glad they kept this unit together. We've seen the uh, in recent history in, in the NBA where a lot of these teams that either win or get close to winning – they're quick to blow it up. So the fact that they're they're bringing back Brooke Lopez and getting Robin back, the fact that they're doubling down with Chris Middleton, I hope, the fact that they're bring, um, keeping a Bobby Portis, they're not letting go of Drew at this moment. Uh, they, They're just going to bring these guys back, running back, because their best player got hurt last year, and they thought that was a big reason why they weren't able to compete. This is, honestly, a championship contending unit. They won in 2021. They had a good chance, and there were many people favorites, as well as mine, coming out the East in 2022. Oh, well, in 2023, I mean. And I, I have no reason to think that they won't contend next year. Um, I didn't realize they had Ty Ty Washington as well. That's a two-way guy, which if he gets a chance, I feel like he can actually be pretty well. I like Ty Ty on the um, Rockets. I, me personally, he was a young guy I was really interested in. Uh, Chris, they got a couple, like, young guys on this team where it's like, I understand this is a, a competing team, but just like how Christian Brown was – with the Nuggets, I feel like they have young guys who can give you solid minutes of their rotation pieces and show their value. Chris Livingston, a guy I've been watching for a minute, I really hope he gets a chance to show what he is in, um, in the NBA, produce a little bit of good minutes, and just, you know, uh, trade Grayson Allen. I will say that. Get him the fuck out of there. That's one thing I will say. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm not a Duke guy, and I definitely don't like dirty Duke players. So if it's one thing I would say, Definitely move Grayson Allen. Uh, did Jay Crowder play for them last year? Yeah, he came late. He came really late. Yeah, a few games. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. He few no, games. he played. Right. He played. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna say I don't remember him playing, but hopefully Jay Crowder be there, and he also is able to add some type of veteran leadership, some more uh range for that team, uh defensive presence as well. Just stay healthy. Just Giannis stay healthy. The rest of his team stay healthy, and hopefully they can <laughs> compete. Then hopefully I get to see a three ounces of Kumpo, two Lopez lineup just for the hell of it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, moving along, Ox, you 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 there? Yeah, I'm here. Man, how are you feeling about the Milwaukee Bucks next year? What are what are your predictions of what they'll do? Uh, first of all, let me start off by saying W nepotism. Um, if you're in if you're in NBA, get your brother a job. Um, Nothing wrong with that, that. I'm feeling that all day. <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. It is wrong with that. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm it ain't wrong that. if you want to get your brother a job. It's wrong when you out here screaming and crying about the, the team and all this other stuff and what they're doing, and then you using up roster spots for bums. If your right. brother can't play, hold on. If your brother can't play, because we already know Thanos is straight cheeks. 
What are we? What, 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 why are we wasting a roster spot on him? For? Oh, I, there are other players. Alex, Alex, Alex is Alex is in Hold on, that's, that's how that's how you feel. That's how you feel. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, I'm I'm saying you. I don't know his youngest brother. Is his youngest brother worse than 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 Alex? Alex, 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 why he know yeah, he was he was he was the dude the, that was with the Lakers. He was no, that's no, no, that's Coaston. He, he was on, Alex was on the Bucks G League team last year. Okay, and with hold on, but I'll ask you, hold on, Mars. How many? How much did he average in the G League last year? Like six points. Can I, got no fucking business Hold on, come on, come on. He got no goddamn business being in the NBA. He averaged six points in the G League because I'm gonna tell y'all. We forget about you, Ox. We forget about. It's been dudes. We forget about you, Ox. I'm saying this because you you try to be a slick. Uh, hating ass nigga come against me by saying yes if you suck it is a problem Yo, and i'm gonna tell you I'm something not, I'm not, yeah, no, them dudes hold on they're walking dump trucks they're walking dump trucks bob no but what i'm saying is ticking i'm not hating on you i wanted your opinion on the pisses take you know what i'm saying first of all w me for asking your opinion because what nobody else been asked you so that's a fact when you talk about an NBA roster, doesn't it matter if you're good or not, bro? Doesn't it matter, bro? Because it, yeah, it, it could be a real dude like Ron who out here jumping out the gym looking like goddamn Vince Carter. Deserve to be in that spot. But because this dude got relationships, he can get his raggedy ass brother who's a scrub. On well, the Tiki, he's, he's, he's the fifth, 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 he's the they are 15 spot worthy. Like he's not the 15 man on the team ain't finna play anyway. So it's kind of like gotta be, he's, he's got to be great. But he doesn't have to be. You great. never know. I mean, I, I, look, I, think, thing, I think the perspective is if, if the Bucks are gonna use the 15th man, why not use it? Alex. Why not use it on someone who can appease your best player? If they're not gonna, <laughs> he's not gonna. No, but I'm saying no, no, Mars. My point, my point, my point. Alex said that, but my point to Ox is this: Giannis just came out talking about expectations for the team. So if you're talking about expectations and guys doing their job and having enough to win a championship, why the hell, if you know that for one, you're one sorry-ass brother, Thanos, he can't even get on the court. When he does get on the court, he's absolute cheeks. And then your other brother, you know he's worse than Thanos. But now you want, so now you're using the two Alex is better than No, 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 Bob. Do we got, hold on, Bob. Okay, do we got more game than Kelly Uber Jr., who's a free agent right now? And the top 20 defender. Well, look, okay, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Tiki. Give me a second. Give me a second. Now it's time. It is. I, I think it might be about time to move off a of big bro. It might be it might be about time to move off a of big bro. The Nassis, it might be time for him to go on. And I got I got I got big love for the Nassis. Everybody knows this. It might be time for him to take his talents back on the Greece. But Alex, long as Giannis on the crew, Big Ox, that's not happening. But keep going. Right. He was going to go and, to the but, Knicks but what, this offseason. What, what I'm saying, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I, I look. I've never turned my nose my nose up to nepotism. If you could give me a job, good looking, bro. I appreciate that. You know, what I'm saying I never turn my nose up to nepotism. I don't but, want no hand. 
It's, but it's not a handout though. Alex got game. I need if I'm qualified. Yeah, handout. He would never. If he hold on. If he would have never been qualified, if it wasn't I'm for Giannis, it's a handout. If, well, hold on, bro. If if I'm qualified, if I'm qualified, it's not a handout. If I'm qualified, he's qualified. Alex is qualified. Any G League players qualified to be in the pros? That's not true. That's not true. Some would some would say he's reason. Some would say he's only in the G League because he's Giannis. Yeah, <laughs> some would say that. Bro. Come on, man. Y'all niggas just say that. Mars, I salute you this morning for keeping it hundred with these bozos, man. Bro, the dude ain't good, man. He should have never been in the G League. He should, matter of fact, he should he should go ahead and retire from basketball and just become Giannis's ball boy, man. If, them dudes ain't basketball players like that. Bro, are, you, if you get a G League contract, you are qualified to be looked at by an NBA team, no matter who you are. That, no, you can be looked at. That don't mean you're qualified to be the fifteenth man on the G League roster. An NBA team can go to the fifteenth man and sign you. Bro, you are qualified. So you can. To be oh, so, hey, hey, I, I want everybody in the chat to understand this. Hey, hold on. This is the hate well, that these people are fighting for. They hate the so NBA much that they're the last one on the team to, to, to be able to be on the NBA. No, 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 no. Ticket, this is how we get. This is how we get to the bottom of it. Hold on, this is how we get to the bottom of this. Because Ticket, because Ticket had, Ticket's got first, Ticket's got firsthand experience in this. Ticket played in the G League. Ticket, are there some dudes that was in the G League that got called up to the NBA? Nigga, nigga, my coach, nigga, nigga. I'm in the. I'm cooking niggas, and this is not no lie because I'm saying this. I can get my coach up here. When Mitch Kupchak, who's running the team, and and they say no, we taking uh so and so uh from the NBA ex NBA player who ain't even played a whole camp, and he comes in and makes a roster, and there's only ten spots at that time to make, and you got two two backups, you're gone. You don't know. So word of mouth gets you a long ways. It don't mean that you deserve to be there. The last dudes on G League roster sometimes they can't even get contracts overseas. They can't. Bro, look at one one of my be my best friends who who played for the Lakers who got a call up. It took him ten years in the G League. Andre Ingram. It took Andre. I grew up with Andre Ingram. It took him ten years to get a call up from the G League to the to the Lakers. Look at the numbers he was putting up in the G League. He was so he was qualified. Look at my other brother who I grew up with, Reggie Reggie uh, Williams, who went to the G League and averaged what damn near thirty. He led the nation in scoring at, at um in D one. His last year in school, end up going to the G too. yes, end up going to the G League, let the G League score, and then end up playing um with the Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry and them and cooking D Wade on his opening night. Why? Because he put the work in. You look at those rosters, it's dudes that's on those rosters, bro. That should not be there, bro. Muff, I'm I, like Mike Muscala, bro. Come on, man. We gotta be honest <laughs> about this shit, bro. There was no, there was no reason. No, I'm just, I'm He's saying the truth, though. Fuck, I'm saying the truth, bro. I'm saying the truth. I'm talking about niggas that Bob will thrash right now. A lot of this shit is off relationships, and that's not cool, bro. And if that Giannis did that, it's cool that he did it for his brother. But don't talk that shit. I don't want to hear no shit from Giannis after this season if they don't want to chip. And he talking about we ain't have enough help or we had injuries this and the third because you using up opportunities with somebody else who can really play or can be seen. For your brother, two of them. So don't do that, bro. But, but, but Alex, Alex, hard, bro. Alex is Alex got a. He's not even guaranteed, right? So it's a it's a camp. So they're giving him a chance to prove himself. No, no, but I'm Bob, Bob hold on, Bob. Bob but I understand Bob. But when they do that, it's a numbers thing. Ron noticed too. I Shaq, I understand too. that. I understand so so hold, 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 hold. So let me give you a perfect example. This is why Shaq is in the NBA. Shaq should be in the NBA. Shaq, who runs the show, should be in the National Basketball Association right now. There is no question about this. 
There is no question. You talking about athleticism. You talking about ability, ability to create. You talking about a guy that can stretch the floor and shoot the ball as well. There's no reason why he shouldn't be in the NBA. You go ask Shaq why he ain't in the NBA. Politics. Because of shit like look, this. I've seen. I've seen. I've I'm seen not mad at Shaq being bad than Killian Hayes. I'm not mad at. So look, so look, what I'm saying is I've seen I've seen Shaq play play for the last 15, 16, 15 years. I, I know how good he is, but I know it's a lot of politics in basketball. We've I'm pretty sure everybody that's that's hooped at a high level have felt politics either for them or against them. That's just a part of the game. It's it's capitalism and it's politics. We just gotta, you know, that's that's what it is. But what, all I'm saying is, I think I think uh, Alex Antetokounmpo should. I, I don't have any problem with him being on the on the uh, on the camp roster, getting a shot to see if he's good enough. Because I think the kid has worked hard. He has game. Uh, shout out once again, once again. Uh, I so don't what about those dudes that you need that are averaging twenty to twenty five points? Man, them niggas, them niggas, them niggas need them niggas need to have uh, better big brothers at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Bobby, Bobby, can we talk about your expectations for the Bucks? Since we on yeah. that, since we on that, can we get on that? Let's talk about that. Right. Um, yeah. So, uh, like, like, I, like I said previously, um, I think Giannis is about to is about to come out on a tear. Just kind of based on how the season ended last year, I feel bad for everybody who has to play the Bucks for the first 30, 40 games of the season. Giannis is going for thirty point triple doubles, and and then some. Um, with that being said, I do like the the Bucks to be. Second round, if not first round exits, exits again this year. Um, I don't, I don't, I, I do see Chris Middleton, Aaron Drew Holiday taking a slight step back. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see about the the kid from uh, Seattle, uh, Marjan. I, I hope, I hope, I hope his, uh, I hope his physicality steps up a little bit. I think he got the game. I don't, I hope, I hope he's not shying away from contact. I want to see some physicality out of him because I, I think he can really be good. But I'm just kind of I'm I'm seeing that window closing for the uh f- closing for the Bucks. All right, uh, Pirate, how are you feeling, Milwaukee Bucks next year? Uh, I wish I could have caught more Giannis last year, but I really needed to set my alarm clock uh, for every Pistons game. Mm-hmm. Needed to see Isaiah Stewart up run up and down the court, you know. Um, but I, I think uh, uh, I think they're absolutely uh, title. King. Lose him over Boston. Uh, I think I think Giannis is a prime, uh, an all time. Hold up, start, oh, you start from the top. You, 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 you uh, zoned out for a second. Oh, did I? I heard, okay, hey, I, heard um, uh, I heard they just cut him. Just cut him. Just made the Bucks cut him. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> If you got damn like that, man, you shouldn't be stealing the spot from a dude that could really play, man. Get his ass out of here, man. That man got cut. He got signed one day and they saw how garbage his ass was and sent his ass home the next day. Like I told you, but I'll stop capping, nigga. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he got signed and cut within two hours. I'm pretty sure. What you say? Two hours. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Hey, 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 look, and this proves everybody in the chat room. I'm telling the truth. As soon as they seen him walk on the court and take one shot, still tell. Did they look at each other and say, Yannis? Look, bro. <laughs> we can't do this shit. We can't. Hey. But yeah, this is what's going to work from Hinkadari, man. 
He's worse than Yinka Dare, bro. Get his ass out of here. That proved my point, Tiki. Apologize, bro, but he's trash. Period. Tiki, that that proved my point, bro. All I said was, all he, all he's, it's not like they're giving him the spot. They're just letting him come in and get it. You know what I'm saying? Get on the camp. They they gave him a contract. How they how they how they get that will they cut him? That's that's what I'm saying. It ain't no big deal. Like, because I was right. Hold on. You making because I hold on. Because I was right. You making because he wasted their time. You taking food out of somebody's mouth. He's wasting their time. He is. He is. Hold on. When you Ron understands how this works, Ron, there's only a certain amount of roster spots that they get you when they sign you when you come in. If somebody else is that roster spot open? Hold on, Bob. Is that somebody open? Is that roster spot? That blocks an opportunity for a guy like Ron. That blocks an opportunity for a guy like Shaq. That blocks an opportunity for other guys, or a guy like Dale, or other guys who make him play. You understand what I'm saying? It should be playing, but because we got politics going on, and we got Giannis, whose brother is absolute ass cheeks, that gets a shot because it's Giannis, and he's so bad, Chilltown. The man didn't survive 24 hours, bro. Uh, Mars, he's worse than Killian Hayes. I agree. Yo, Pirate. Uh, con- continue with your evaluation of the Bucks going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, absolute uh, title contenders. Giannis, uh, player of the ages, uh, one of the greatest uh, in prime position to have uh, one of his best seasons. Uh, between Lopez, Giannis, and Portis, the Bucks are a team built the way I want to build a team. They got they got big, long guys, and there's nothing I love more than watching big, long guys get off night after night. Um, oh. The only question would be uh, if they have stamina and hopefully not not climaxing before the finals come. Um, <laughs> the, uh, what are we the, doing? Um, What's happening the, right uh, now? What am I involved in? The, um, the only real question... You just heard him. You heard him. The only real question I would have... Hold on, hold on. This man like watching big, tall, long, black people. No, not tall. Like not tall, Ticket. Long. 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 Big, long... That's what he said, Ticket. That's, that's what he said. What, what the am I only real like, question I have happening? is, um, mm-hmm. obviously, the agent. Right club. Which one is it, dog? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not the only, the oh, only real question, uh, obviously, uh, is is going to be the age factor with Lopez, particularly Lopez, um, Drew, and seeing where Mil- Middleton comes back. I think i mean in the next two to three years i think it will be a big question <laughs> this year i think it'll be last dance ish i think they have enough i mean lopez is going to be 36 by the time the playoffs come around which isn't ideal but he is coming off still one of his best seasons i think he'll he'll probably hold up i think they'll hold up at least for this next year uh they have great shooting up and down the lineup. I think uh, I'm going to pick them. You know, I, I think it's going to be basically a two horse race in the East. Um, and uh, I, I want to start putting some skin in the game on, on the, on these uh, ideas. Cause uh, Damo gypped me out of the, the hundred dollar bet last year. So I know Ox Ox has said multiple times that, that Boston's going to steamroll the East next year. So Ox, I got, if Boston faces uh, Milwaukee, I got 50 bucks on Milwaukee. If you don't accept the bet, I, I assume you agree with me. And I'll double down 
I, I have another fifty-two. I, w- I would like to put a hundred, but you know, I, I know, I know, you know, you're not in the best financial situation right now, so I got fifty as well. First of all, don't be putting my business on the street like that. Can we, can we, can we chill out on that, big ops? <laughs> can we, put, can we chill out on that right there? Yeah, right? yeah. Second, second, I would, I would gladly accept both of those bets, but check it out. <laughs> if the game, if it's, uh, if if the series is over in five games or less, mm-hmm. I want a hundred. I want a hundred. So well, I want a hundred the other way too. Well, they, if they, if yeah, the Bucks yeah. win win five or less, no doubt, no doubt. All right, all right. So we got fifty straight up, a hundred uh, on on five or less either way. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. Anybody? Any other takers? Mars. I assume you agree with me if you don't take the bet. I'm gonna be honest. Wasn't even listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so rude. Mars, what Taylor Swift song are you listening to right now? I'm not gonna lie, I actually have some coil array in my ears right now. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, chill. The Milwaukee Bucks, how are you feeling about them going in the next year? I think this is a watershed year for Giannis. And the reason why I feel like that is because if we're gonna talk about him as the best player on the planet, still we talking about these dudes in context of them winning. And if Giannis isn't in the NBA finals at minimum. The 31 and 13, the 30 and 14, the 30 or the 29 and 12, that stuff isn't going to matter if they if, if he's not going deep into the playoffs. Now, I'm not concerned with the contract because he's still on he's still on, he's still on the books for the next two years. So it's not like he comes off their books after this year. He, he's, he's still on the books for the next two years. Pat Connaughton is on the books for this year. Bobby Portis, he's on the books for, I, I think, two more seasons. Brooke Lopez just resigned with them. They just re up Middleton. Uh, Drew Holiday is still in the books. The problem is that this team is aging. So because this team is aging and they're getting a little bit older, the window for them winning is closing. So they have to at least get back to they got to at least get back to the NBA Finals. I feel like Pat Connaughton and Grayson Allen are two guys who have the easiest job in the NBA. All you do is got to do is make open shots and defend. That's it. You don't have to do anything else except make open shots and defend because Giannis, Drew Holiday, that's why Bobby Portis is as good as he is because he's a dirty word guy who can make open shots and defend. And that's because Drew Holiday, that's because Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, these guys, they create so much They create so much traffic and so much attention for other team, from other teams that this allows guys like Connaughton, guys like Jay Crowder, guys like Grayson Allen to be wide open and make open shots. And they're going to be the difference in how far these dudes go. Because I already know that Giannis is going to be in great shape. I know that he's going to bring, bring great playmaking, his ability to get to the rim. All of that stuff is going to be there. Same thing with Drew Holiday because I feel like Drew Holiday is still in his prime. The question is, is those other guys. Because that's Giannis's problem. Giannis is wondering how committed are these dudes to winning an NBA championship, and if they not, ain't no reason for me to stay here because my career for the next five more years is going to be predicated on me winning. And if these dudes ain't committed to winning, there's no reason for me to stay here. I think that they're going to be right at the top of the Eastern Conference. I think it's going to be either them or Boston. I think this is Boston's year to do it. All right, ticket. How are you feeling about the Milwaukee Bucks, and what is your predictions for them next season? And in the playoffs, I don't know, man. Uh, they should be in the conference finals, um, but I don't trust them. I think I, I, I think they'll make a move this year. I think they'll surprise if they win a championship. It's because they're gonna make a move. I think they're gonna make a surprise move and trade somebody like 
like Middleton or Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Yeah, so what do you think they need? Ticket ain't that ain't that ain't that how they ain't that how they got their ticket when they when they traded Eric Bledsoe for Holiday. So you you might be on to something. Might tell you right now. Uh, Holiday says this ain't Holiday's gonna retire in the next two years. So I think y'all was thinking about that, and he's thinking about breaking the breaking down of uh Chris Middleton. I think they're gonna move from Chris Middleton, surprisingly before the deadline. Uh, it depends on who they pick up. I don't know who they're gonna be look, targeting to pick up. But it depends on who they pick up um, for Chris Middleton. I, I would move Middleton. I, I, this is to me, this would be the end of the road for him. I gave him that contract, so the next team he goes to, he's locked into them. Uh, but I think if they want to win a championship, they got to move on from Middleton. I think his injuries situation is very serious, and I think that they should consider that move right now. And uh, you know, Drew Holiday's retiring in a couple of years. They got to get somebody else in there, um, and, and they got so they got to get something for. So the Drew Holiday might be the guy to get traded. They might want to get something for him, knowing that he's going to hang it up in two years. He's toward, he's going towards the end. It shows you last year against Jimmy Butler that he's on a decline now defensively. So I don't see him going nowhere. I don't see him going nowhere but down with his defensive level. Uh, it all depends on the move that they make. They will make a move, though, since Giannis said what he said. Trust him and believe they will make a move. It will be Drew Holiday or Chris Milton, as we all know. I think it will be – I think if, if Middleton's playing good, but the Bucks aren't looking like a championship team. They may it may be him. But they may do it with Holiday knowing he's going to retire in order to get something else for him a little bit younger that's going to stick longer that can entice Giannis to want to want to hang around. I don't think Giannis should leave. Take it it sound like if he was putting some money on it. Take it. Take it. It sound like if he was putting some money on it. Middleton is the odd man out. That's what it sound like. Yeah, I I, I would have to say so. Yeah. But I, I think that they're good enough to make the conference finals. I just think this is going to underachieve this year, man, I, I, if they don't get the man trade. I think – and I don't like making trades, bro. But I think they they have to in this situation with the health of Chris Middleton and the situation going on with Drew Holiday, the decline of him and him getting ready to be out of the league in two years. They have to make a move. So I think they make a move. I hope they don't give up too much in that move, like also throwing in a guy like Bobby Portis or somebody else. No, we ain't doing that. No, we can't do that. I hope they don't do something stupid like that. But um, like I said, man, uh, as I look at the East, I think the East got weaker. I don't think the East got strong. I think the East got weaker. I I don't think that the Boston Celtics are as good as you think they are. I think it'll be Miami again in the conference finals against the Bucs this year. Uh, I Mm. think the the Boston Celtics are going to take the biggest dip I think they'll probably fall off around eight to nine games in the regular season. I don't like Porzingis. I sold on him. I think he'll be an injury waiting to happen this year. And I think that will cause them a lot of games because they gave, I mean, bro, they gave up Marcus Martin. That was a heart and soul of their team. And so I, I just feel like whenever they get in those rough jams again, they don't have that that guy like Marcus Smart that can that can really talk them and get them out of situations like he's done so in the past. Stuff that we haven't seen that's been very valuable to the team. And so, like I said, man, with the Bucks, if they make the trade, NBA Finals, with a chance to win the chip if Giannis turns up. Uh, but that team they play out the West is going to be a monster. Whoever it is coming out the West, they got to play. So they got to be all the way loaded up. I, they just got to make a move, bro. That, that team, as, if, if they go with the team right now, they're not winning the chip. If the team they go with right now, they if they at best they make it to the NBA Finals. Um. At worst, they're out in the second round. You know what I'm saying? With the team they got now. The conference final, excuse me, with the team they got now. So, and even past, past this season, though, past this season, so so next year, 
I'm not gonna lie. If they don't make, if they don't make no move, bro, the the Bucks, the Bucks would be heading towards a playing team. Well, that's why this I said last dance. Yeah, I, I this, this is this is it right here. Yeah, I think after this last this season here, I think there's a, a high likelihood the window could could really be closing. But I think they, I, I think they do have enough. I, I think they added enough depth um, to where this year they're still serious, serious contenders. So we all would agree that Chris Middleton is the biggest X factor for the Bucks, and if not, who else would you choose? Or say? X factor, Adrian Griffin. Uh, AJ Green. <laughs> um, I, 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 I mean, X factor in different ways. I mean, it's probably biggest X, uh, biggest question mark X factor. Um, you, you could kind of say Middleton may well be a bellwether for the season. You know, as Middleton goes, it's probably going to have a big effect on on as the team goes. Um, Jay, Jay Crowder is Jay Crowder going to be a um, any and uh, significant piece that could be a X factor ish, and just the health of the guys. See, seeing if the age kicks in or not. Uh, would anybody else? Does anybody else have an X factor for the Bucks? I, I said Adrian Griffin. Yeah. Who you got, you? I still think it's Bobby Portis. I do. Mm. I feel I feel pretty confident about, in Portis. I'm just thinking know? about the rotation. I'm just thinking about their rotation, guys. And I'm thinking about how I know that Giannis is gonna be Giannis. I think Drew Holiday, he's 33 years old, so it's not a mystery about who he is and how much better he can play. Same logic with Middleton. I mean, Middleton is 32 years old. We're at a point where these guys are who they are. The question is, is can Bobby Portis give them more than what he's already given them? Mm-hmm. Or is he going to go the other way as a rotation guy? And if he could do that, I think that he could be huge for what they're doing. But I do think this is a watershed year for them. They have to, they have to make a significant jump. Otherwise, I mean, we got to start having a different conversation about Giannis being the best player on the planet. So, am I the only person up here that has the Bucks winning the championship in 2023? Yes, yes, hell yeah, you, I do. You got him too, Pirate. Run, Bucks. Are, Bucks are my favorite at this moment. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm big time. Well, fake Warriors fan. Hmm. Interesting. I'm hmm. I'm I'm I try to stay objective with this stuff. Nah, you're here. You know? <laughs> I I I'm I'm gonna be rooting for the Warriors uh, you know at every game. Um I I try to stay objective. I yeah, that would be great to see the Warriors versus the Bucks in the finals, man. I would love that. Uh you know, I got I got question marks about about oh, my oh, squad. Oh, you could be a, you could be a Toronto Raptors fan and think the Bucks gonna win the NBA championship. Nah, still for Toronto. Like, see me, I got Houston winning the championship. <laughs> right. as, as a fan, that's what so... you gotta do. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, not... I'm not no. doing that. <laughs> I, I don't go. In, I don't go into any game saying we're gonna lose. As far as I'm concerned, we're going 82 and 0 and winning the championship. And then if you lose the game, then we're going 81 and 1. That's not realistic, <laughs> and you know that that's not realistic. It's not about so... realism. It's about saying your team isn't yeah. gonna lose. You don't pick your Cause... team to lose. Does anybody think that maybe Grayson might be in a position to be a be a, a heavier contributor? Um, he's got he, well, number one. His he, number one. He come off the books after this year, so his contract is the most movable of 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 all the guys. He only on the books for like eight million dollars. That's number one. Number two, he's got the simplest job on the crew. 
make open shots and defend. So there's nobody on the crew that had that could have a better upside than him because he's going to get a lot of open looks. And right. in terms of defense, you got guys like Bobby Portis, you got Drew Holiday, you got Giannis who can help him and protect him as much as possible. So I think he can he can be one of the biggest contributors on this unit. The question is, is can he do it and will he do it? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Grayson Allen, like a lot of people hate on Grayson Allen. A lot of people don't like his antics, and I get that. But I, he dirty, I think, Ron. He's a dirty no, player. Sure, it's a, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. He has a bad track re- track record, and he doesn't help it with the stuff that he does. But Grayson Allen's really not a bad player for this Bucks team, and he's consistently got better in his role. He's, he's yeah. scored more. He's defended better. He's he's just kind of fit in with that group. So I mean, I, I expect him to be cool. Pat Connaughton as well. He we we obviously you know we watch him play for the last four or five years. Yeah, he could be up and down, but you know, yeah, like, you're not like if the Bucks are expecting Pat Connaughton to win them games and come in and score right. twenty, they they've lost from the beginning. But these are guys that on any given night they can't contribute. They can't knock down open shots if they get hot. Uh, also, too, Jay Crowder's gonna need to play better. From last yeah. year, Jay, Jay Crowder is gonna have to bring it. But the thing about it is, I'm not too concerned about Jay Crowder either because. They they got Bobby Portis, so it's like if Jay, Jay Crowder, you come in if you're playing good, great. If not, bro, get it, get out the game. Bobby, you 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 come in and you know do what you need to do. On top of that, I do kind of like the addition of Robin Lopez as well. We haven't talked about Robin. But I think Robin, <laughs> Robin can bring some some veteran leadership, and you know he could play spotty minutes and be and be yeah. solid as a backup big. Or if you know if somebody's hurt or anything like that, he can't come and contribute. Uh, mm-hmm. Arjan. I'm 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 curious to see what steps he's taking because we just talked about Grayson Allen, we just talked about Pat Connaughton, uh, and some other guys too, Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley, I was gonna ask, yeah, what what uh? But, but if any of these guys aren't able to contribute, you have a guy like Marjan that it's like, hey, all right, these guys aren't mm-hmm. doing it now, it's on you. And I mean, I think he's he's well, he's obviously young, but I think he's ready to go right now. As a three and D guy, but I think he got a little more than just the three and D too. I think he 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 has a bag that we don't we all haven't got a chance to see. So I'm curious to see uh, how many minutes he'll play and you know what he'll be able to contribute and what his game looks like right now. Are we are we not going to talk about the the loss of Joe Ingles? What wasn't wasn't really planning on it, but go for it. He wasn't a tremendous contributor for them. Like, well, he, you remember he was coming off that ACL still. Yeah, that's why. That's why I don't think it. Right, I got you. No, I got you. They didn't. Like, they didn't really have Joe Ingles. So yeah, like, no, that's that's the fact. Well, I w- so initially I was expecting him to be there. You know, even last year I thought maybe he was going to bounce back a little quicker. You know, maybe the age kind of slowed down the the um, re- rehabilitation of that knee, but um. You know, I, I was expecting to be there this year, so I was thinking that they would have some more bench scoring uh, at the wing. But now that he's down in Orlando, I know they didn't have him, so I, I guess you can't really lose what you didn't have. But yeah. shout out to Joe Ingles, though. I mean, they got a lot of good shooting up and down that roster, you know. And then when with uh, with with Giannis's role, I think they're gonna. I, I, I you know, I think I think they're they're. Definitely going to be one of the better uh, three-point shooting teams uh, in the in the league this next year. Yeah, so. and I, I think Malik Beasley has a bounce back year too. Mm-hmm. I think I think he's able to go into Milwaukee. He's not in the spotlight that he was in LA. I think he could really just be who he who he is, a three and D guy through and through. 
Is well, Joe Ingles even in the NBA? Is, 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 well, he, he, yeah. is he still in Orlando? Or, okay, yeah. I just wanted to make yeah. sure that I, so he so he's in Orlando. Okay, because he didn't really play much. I mean, he he didn't he didn't he didn't give them significant minutes. Right, he was coming off that ACL. Right, was it an ACL or an Achilles? ACL. All right, fellas. Well, <clears throat> we got super chat, so let's go mm -hmm. ahead and get into him. Drink more water. Said as a fan, they need to address the backup PG spot. Look out for Marjan's breakout season. Andre Jackson may surprise. Allen and Pat are expendable. Particularly, I'm, I'm intrigued by Andre Jackson. Like very intrigued. I don't know how much he's gonna play, but like, I don't want to say Ben Simmons because like Ben Simmons kind of has the like the cloud over him but that's what he reminds me of like he can do everything besides one thing so like he's very intriguing to me yeah for sure uh and i he, he is right Allen and pat are expendable with with marjan with uh i mean andre jackson who you just mentioned with malik beasley uh so it's you know it's, it's gonna be interesting to see kind of you know what happens in that situation Drink more water with back-to-back -back super chat said. Also, if you look at all the Bucks transactions over the last five years, eighty to ninety percent of the signings have had their most efficient seasons playing next to Giannis. So don't be surprised if Beasley is good. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. That's what I'm talking about with the three-point shooting. I think I think there are a lot of players on this team that are that are set up real well to knock down a lot of threes. Finesse Lord 21 said KPJ Kevin Porter Jr. for Grayson Allen. Bucks get a shot creator off the bench and Rockets get a shooter and freeze up minutes for a men, Fred, Jalen Green. Who says no? You don't need dirty players on our team. Thank you. You guys have Grayson <laughs> Allen and Dylan Brooks. Wow. Yeah, we, we, we've hit our surplus. It would be it, it to, to trade for Grayson Allen in that situation, it would be simply a contract dump. Because he come off the books after this year. Yeah, y'all have dirty players and dirty coaches. Mark. Yeah, it would it would be simply a contract. <laughs> Guys so tend to play money. well in contract years. And KPJ's and KPJ's not a point guard at all. Like by the traditional sense of the word, he's not a point. Right. Guard. Mm -hmm. He just had to play there to make room for Jalen Green. GI Bam said the Pistons team they build it right now is underrated with Duren, the rebounding guy, Stu, the bully. Caden Asor, the IQ and connecting stars. Poison Ivy, cool too. But like Damo said, get him gone. I'm not. I'm not getting Jaden Ivy out of there after one year. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. No I I'm, just don't I'm, understand. I'm, I'm underrated. That's the thing that, that that makes me nuts, Mars. Like, where should we be breaking these dudes? They were at the bottom yeah. of the Eastern Conference last year. I want to talk. Yeah. The last show I was on, there was some serious glazing going on, man. We're talking about a super young, a super young, super inexperienced team. So we're saying they won 17 games. They had like damn near the worst offense and defense in the league. They got, I mean, Vegas has them at like 20, 27 games. This is. You said Vegas has them at 27 games? 27 games. That's about 27, yeah, 28. Even yeah. if even even if they ended up winning thirty games, like which should we be rate? Which should we be rating these guys? That's which what I'm saying. I mean, as, I'm, a, as, a, as a good up and coming team. 
But that's what it's I was trying to say. It's a team of a bright future. It's a team of a bright future. That's what we're doing, though, ain't we? That's it's what I was like, saying, I'm, man. Like, I'm not, then, you, that's it. That's what they're going to do. I'm, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying that's where they need to be rated. That's it. Right. That's which is a, which, and I feel like that's what we're doing. It's not like no, none of us were. I know I was. Well, except Damo. Damo. I'm not up there saying crazy. like the Pistons, the Pistons are a solidified playoff team this year. I'm not doing that. No, but okay. I do think that they're going to be better than the 17 wins they had last year. I do think. Well, I would hope so. I mean, 17 wins. Coach, a young and and the young talent that they got, I think that they're going to be significantly better than the 17 wins that they had. I do. But that's the thing when you're when you win 17, like winning 10 more games is significant, and you're still a 27 win team. (laughs) Even a 30 win team, like yo, that's a big deal to win 13 more games than we did last year. We obviously on to something. Yeah. If they don't, if they don't win twenty plus games, Monty Williams might get fired already. No, uh, they begged them to come over there. Oz. They paid him seventy five million dollars <laughs> over six years. He ain't going Yo, nowhere. I'm, talk, I'm talking about after one season. If they got a healthy <laughs> roster and he don't win twenty games, he's out of there. <laughs> Rob, What's up, What's good? just for the stat heads out there, last year's Pistons team had the lowest SRS in the seventy six year history of the Pistons franchise. Terrible. <laughs> I mean, Terrible. this. They they had like the worst offense and the worst defense. This is no not I I really like the Pistons just as like a team and a franchise, and I love it when the Pistons are good. I I hope they get better and they get good. But I'm just saying, man, this is the NBA. This is a star driven. It's either a star driven or a depth driven league, and you got to walk before you can run, man. You don't you don't just Speaking jump of out of the run. cellar like that overnight. <laughs> Speaking of Pistons, Andre Drummond said he's the best rebound in NBA history. I just want to put that out there. But anyway, got yeah, that's, that's, that's Moses Malone, man. Angie Carr said, even Ron Artest knew not to fuck with Ben. Monster. Yeah, I alluded to that. They they mollywopped the Pacers, man. They literally just, I think Artest shot like 30% for that series. I, I, Everyone I on the roster shot under 40%. It was I ridiculous. See. Flip that around. That's how the that's how the malice in the palace got. I had the, I had the Pacers winning the NBA championship that year because mm-hmm. on that opening night they they went into Detroit and smoked them. I think that was like game four. That, I, I I think they went into Detroit and smoked them. They was up I like loved, twenty. I loved our test uh, Indiana Artest. I had I had an Indiana Artest jersey. He was he was probably my, my favorite player in in the league that season. Yeah, defensive player of the year and was averaging twenty. Yo, and uh, on that, I didn't get much to, I didn't get to comment much on that com- or on that conversation earlier. But it might be another malice in the palace if these two teams play. I can, I can oh. see Robin doing something to to one of the Wallaces, and it's gonna turn it up. Along the Smith or along the road, Smith said Bucks just signed another Giannis brother. Shaking my head, lol. <laughs> He's gonna be on the G League team again. Isaiah JP said, "Chill." <laughs> said, "Chill was there when Wilt got drafted." I was right there. Yep. Man, Wilt went, man, Wilt went out and celebrated that night. Fire. Along the road, Smith said, "Lopez slash Antetokounmpo brothers bring the <laughs> holiday bros." Fire. But just everyone on the roster was either a. a... There's three holiday brothers, there's two Lopez brothers, yeah. there's four Antetokounmpo brothers. That you can damn near make team. a full that's roster. Right <laughs> that right that could be a whole rotation right now. That's, <laughs> whole rotation. that's the team right there. 
You just you just put the Morris brothers on there just to you know make it eleven and then play. Bring the Morris. <laughs> you got twins. Word. PK the ruler said, "Appreciate the 04 Pistons talk, fellas. People forgot how great we were. The hard work, Wall of Wallace, Fear the Fro, Prince of the Palace, Mister Big Shot era forever in our hearts." They were awesome. 100%. Oh yeah. Absolutely. If they, they would have played the Lakers ten times, they would have beat them nine. Uh, yeah, uh, especially that Lakers, yeah, that Lakers which were cooked. <laughs> I think they would have beat them nine. Marquivian Black would have start bench cut. He's he got Chauncey, Kyle Lowry, and Sam Cassell. And then he said, Reed, "Start start Chauncey you. bench Kyle Lowry cut Sam Cassell." Yes. Yep. That's what it is. Yep. That's what it is. What? Hold on. Yep. No, y'all on drugs. Start, start, start big shot. Bench, bench, Sam, and cut uh, Lowry. Y'all you think Sam Cassell is better than Kyle Lowry? You think Sam Cassell is better than Kyle Lowry? I agree with Yeah, I'm, I'm with Ticket on this one as well. Okay. Right, I have to cut someone. I mean, it's a nice wrong Oh, I don't think there's really a wrong answer. I had to cut someone. I just. I think not having Chauncey first would be. Yeah, wrong. I think Cha- I think Chauncey's one. I think Chauncey has to be first, and then. Hold on, hold on. But but Sam Vassell was was better than Caboose, man. Come on, bro. Come on, man. come on. We we can do Sam Vassell. I ain't gonna be quiet about that. I don't I don't think it's disrespectful to say Kyle Lowry is better. This is this is really one of those segments where I just say. Chauncey, Chauncey. Is this doing your screen right now? Is he is he is he kind of that or not? <laughs> oh, all right then. That, that, that's my little tricky ticket. I can't say with 100% certainty. Uh, you Nice. <laughs> good one, Pirate. That was a good one. <laughs> Yo, on to the next super chat. Irda said, Chill. I've never seen Ticket cook you like that. Damn, that was a massacre. Yes, you did. You seen me every time I cooked that nigga on LeBron James. G mm. Life said, My two favorites, Ticket and Chill, going at it about my home team. Detroit Pistons, the best backcourts in the NBA, finals, three MVPs. Now, y'all can't do that. What I did to Chilltown, y'all can't do that. And with Chilltown, when he cooked me some time, y'all can't do that. <laughs> this is why we the great ones. You understand what I'm saying? So don't think y'all can, come, y'all can do that. You get a little taste of what y'all got. There's, 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 a reason why, there's a reason why they call them professionals, because it looks simple. It ain't as, it ain't as easy as it looks. <laughs> I like that. I write to that ass quick as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Edge Car said for Ox family. Put some emojis in there. You, you a family man, Ox? Of course, of course. I'm, I'm not supporting hey, I'm telling y'all the truth. Hey, Ox, you a family man? 100%. I heard you had 10 wives, though. That's a big family. Big Ox got quiet. 
This shit, this shit is live. I'm not incriminating myself. I'm funny, honey. <laughs> Nate Richmond said he still never answered the question. Take it. Are you going to answer or not? Nah? I did answer the question. Y'all ain't hear when I cooked that boy three the hard way. Mm. Go ahead, Juan. <laughs> uh, Zoy Money said Killian Hayes' disrespect needs to stop. I gave, Why? I gave, I gave him a compliment today. What do you say? Light skin? <laughs> nah, I said I said he I said he's um he was Detroit's best perimeter defender last year. Cut it out. <laughs> and he passed and, and he passes good with his left hand. He Come does. On. He good he's left-handed. Left he's left-handed, I'm going to die laughing if Killian used this to turn his career around. I'm going to single-handedly blame Mars for this shit. If Killian Hayes has a bounce-back season, I'm, I like the Detroit Pistons. And, and shout Mars out, Shout Mars out, too, by the way, when he do that. Like, he gonna, he'll do it and then shout Mars out, too. <laughs> See this this thing. I don't. I don't pray for any NBA players to just be bad to prove me right. Like if they if they end up becoming good, like congratulations. I'll say they became good. As of now, he's the worst player in the league. It could all change. I don't think he should have the opportunity for it to change. I think he should be out of the league. But if he still has the opportunity and he becomes good, credit to him. So if you're, I mean, so like, if you're, the, worst, so if you're the worst player in the league in one year, where, what's 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 my trajectory in one year? <laughs> He could be, he he could go from the worst to bottom twenty. That's perfect. So I'm still in I'm still in like an eighty percentile. That means four out of five dudes are still better than me. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> I'm hey, yo, progress, progress is progress, man. I mean, Morris, we do, got a do couple the, new the shows pieces, coming next next week, the... and I I want to just go ahead and shout them out. I want to I want everybody to be on the lookout for these shows. So uh, we got a show coming from Fluent. Chill, I want to know how you feel about this. How, how, you, how you feel about your man getting his own show? I think it's dope, yo. About time. I was waiting. I, I was trying to figure out what took so long. Yeah. Hmm. I had to take care of some things on the back end. But better late mm -hmm. than never, he finally got it. Uh, Fluent show is going to be predicated on top tens. So could be the top ten rings of all time, like how we did. It could be the top ten baseball players. It could be the top ten mascots top 10 yep. whatever you won't know until the episode comes but it's going to be fire i can i can assure you that uh, we're gonna get fluent off the leash we're gonna you know we're, we're, we're gonna see him really do his thing and flourish but also mm -hmm. too next week uh we have a los angeles lakers show oh what? no ox we don't know what day it's gonna be it's just next week just know that that's all you need to know ox i want nothing else from you wait 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 nothing. hold on hold on Chilton, hold on, wait. Are you talking about we're going to do the show about the Lakers or PC? Just like we did show? about Milwaukee, just like we did about no, no, Detroit. No, 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 PC Lakerland. Have y'all lost y'all fucking minds? <laughs> oh wait, a whole you mean a, a, an ongoing show about the Lakers? Uh, ongoing show. The Lakers. Oh. Oh. The Lakers. Oh. We'll talk about his Lakers. The uh. Lakers. That's some bullshit. <laughs> what? No Warriors show? <laughs> that is some bullshit. Hey, I, if y'all would have, if y'all would have made it to the second round, maybe we would, we would have had a King show. Big Ox, we can I get an example? Of, Big Ox, can I get an example of some nonsense? Can you tell me about some nonsense, big guy? Did you, did you, did, yeah, did you hear what Ron just said? That's an example of some nonsense. <laughs> Fucking Lakers, son. You know what? If I, hey, look, if, if I, if I ain't need, if I ain't need this paycheck, boy, I swear to God, I'll quit right now. Mm -hmm. I'd rather watch a Pistons <laughs> show. 
Speaking of which, speaking of which, we'll be next next week. We will be getting into the uh, the Pacific Division, and so uh, you know what that means. Obviously, we're talking about the Pacific Division. That means we're talking about the Kings, we're talking about the Suns, the Clippers, the Warriors, and the Lakers. Well, we have some people up here that are fans of those teams. So, chill. I need you to tell them to take their fan hat off right now. Heading into next week. So it's none of that pirate. It's none of that ox. Mars, I know you secretly got some side chicks up in, you know, Northern California. I need you to take take your biasness out. It could go either way. You know, when it's an ex, you might particularly Dama. Particularly pirate. Particularly pirate and ox. Particularly them dudes. Take the mm. fan hat off. And put uh, take bro, the fan hat off and, and, and put the analyst hat on. That's all I'm asking you to do. Take all the right. fan hat I off. I think we already touched on this a little a little earlier in the show. I'm pretty objective with this crap. Take, take your emotion out of it. I know you I know you love your boys. I sure as hell wish we would but, win but, the championship. Particularly Ox with the Sacramento yeah. Kings and Bullethead. Yeah, now Ox over here, he, he's an emotional fella. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, honestly, I don't. I don't think I'd be honestly biased about the Kings. I would. I just be right when I made my. I mean, honestly, though, if you Ox, think about it, you just said season, when the Lakers. When we talk about the Lakers, you don't even want to be here that day. When you talking about not being emotional? Oh no, well, that's with with the Lakers, one hundred percent. But with the Kings, I I I just speak what I believe to be true. I, I don't. I don't. You know, I don't be lying. I don't be biased about it. With the Lakers, I. My, my mama raised me to where if you don't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. So I'll just try to keep it respectable because <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be disrespecting nobody's team. You know what I mean? And uh, L, L Desto in the chat because, you know what I'm saying, don't watch that Lakers show. <laughs> all right, so. Uh, hey, Ron, yeah, I got to yeah. bounce, yo. Big Ox, I will see you tomorrow. Fellas, I'll see y'all on Monday. Yes, yes, sir. yes sir. I'll check you in the morning. Out. See you. Darren Foss said, never seen a team get bail like this after losing in round one and round two back-to-back years. Horrible wing defenders and lacking shot creation. Talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. No, they got Middleton back now. <laughs> T-Wolf said, it's crazy how Ticket want people to listen to him, but he can't even listen to what other people are saying. It's like talking to a wall. Nah, I like talking to Ticket. He's funny. Winner said, since she wasn't here in the beginning of the show, Ticket, thoughts on Pat Bev and Light light Crown <laughs> McCants incident? Ticket, you heard what Pat Bev said? Pat Bev or Sean McCants? Ticket and Cat. All right. That's that. Ron, Ron, what, what, do, what, what do Fluent got on y'all? Fluent, Fluent must be blackmailing y'all. He get a show and a liquor show all in the same. This is some. What the hell? What if what do Fluent got on y'all? I need to know. Uh, he got some dirt on y'all. He got he no got shout, shout out to Fluent show. He more he more he more than deserves the show. You know what I'm saying? But the Lakers show too. God damn. I plead the fifth. But Fluent's just a happy man right now. Uh, Angie Carr got a couple super chats. Uh, she said Ox favorite movies favorite movies are Fast and the, are the Fast and the Furious series. <laughs> <laughs> Family, uh, yeah, sure, <laughs> it's true, <laughs> it's true. Shout out, Angie, shout out, Angie Carter. Go, she also said, Ticket, the Bucks is owned by Vin Diesel. If you know, you know, y'all know what she's getting at. I don't know. All right, uh, TC the Don said, Mars need quote unquote a dab merchant merch. 
I don't think I dab that much. <laughs> Marquivian Black said, Ticket TV, Mars Talk Sports, Big Ox Bob, Chill, Damo, Ron. Hello. Appreciate you, Marquivian. Angie Carr said, Chill. What rules are they playing? I'm assuming we were we were thinking now, but I know what you're getting at, Angie. You were saying if uh if the 04 Pistons can use, you know, flagrant fouls and hand checking and stuff like that, it'd get crazy. Gerard Stewart said old head on old head violence. Ah, uh, my knee, my knee, my hip. Anime lecture pause said, Hey yo, pause pirate. What's happening here? Oh yeah, pause. Pause. Nice. That was crazy, Pirate. That was crazy. <laughs> Eli the Misfit said, what? Question mark. That was in response to uh, Pirate as well. Pause. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Pause. Crazy, Angie Carr said, Pirate-like. You'll never take my booty. Arr. <laughs> Arr. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good one, for real. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to shut off the members, and we're going to go ahead and get up out of here until Monday. Y'all, uh, be on the lookout for the thumbnail. The thumbnail will tell you who exactly on Monday that we'll be talking about, which team from the Pacific Division. But, uh, hey, hey, Ron, hey, Ron, can, we sh- can, we, can we also shout out that uh, PC Toon show? The, be- the best show on the channel? Shout out PC Do Toon they talk show. about, like, old cartoons? Because I like oh, old cartoons. Uh, they they getting just about everything when it comes to cartoons. They getting a bag. Like the best show, show on the channel. Yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all be sure to go check them out. No doubt about it. Uh, PC Tunes Sundays at four Eastern. It's a two hour show. Y'all, y'all tap in. Y'all go show them some love. Like the video, comment, and you know, watch them getting a bag about the about your favorite cartoons. Uh, Ishmael became a member today. Nino. Ed Winning, Cameron Childress, Tyson Thomas. What took you so long, Tyson? Blamps, Jeffrey Bearfield, Dominique TV, and Roosevelt Robinson all became members. Shout out all of our new members. Appreciate y'all. All right, and fellas, uh, on the way out, I just want to play one thing for everybody, and I don't want you guys to forget this over the weekend. Listen up closely. They got big, long guys, and there's nothing I love more than watching big, long guys get off night after night. Um, the only question would be uh, if they have stamina and hopefully not not climaxing before the finals. Um, <laughs> they got big, long guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to see y'all on Monday. Ah, we geez, out. That's cool.